the particle science. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Start the show. I ain't asking you how you feeling today because I know you feeling good because you got a lot of shit done today and the vibe was good. The whole day is good. I kind of been with you all morning, damn it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't see you with a droopy face. So, you better not say you're feeling depressed right now or anything bullshit like that. So, no, no, no. I'm, I'm feeling good. And if those who uh, have me on the IG, you probably were up early and caught my vibe early as I did a quick post on my way to come. Uh, Scoop Sofa King Marvelous And uh, yeah Today was a progressive day man We It's been a long time in coming Where we needed to get Some photos done And uh, we accomplished that So Big shout outs to MK Ultra Photo uh, They held it down man And it was uh, It was a really nice time Shooting And um, like I said the, the, the real professional Real courteous But at the same time had us feeling at ease and uh we were just allowed to be ourselves which is which is great because yes. we act a fool yes absolutely absolutely most definitely i mean yeah we the vibe was good everything was good professionalism every i enjoyed everything of it and more to come and stuff in the near future and stuff whatever you guys will get the whole info and bio and stuff whatever a little bit later and you get a little post from it so you and you'll see the results and stuff of the fruits of our labor. Yes, and uh, for those who are listening and need a uh, professional photo shoots done, um, go and check out their page. The Emma uh, K underscore Ultra underscore photo on Instagram. Uh, they got the, uh, the the more information coming up soon, but we'll we'll post. Uh, we actually did a, a a quick little interview with them after the photo shoot, so we'll post that on our socials. So you'll get the full one hundred of uh, how you can get in contact with them and how you can get your stuff looking as good as the particle suns. Yeah. Right, right. Nah, man, everything was good. Um, it was a soulful Sunday. It was jamming to the music and everything and stuff that bring you back to some yeah, shit man. We had yeah some some real throwback music, some man. Throwback music, man. But then remember earlier we were fucking around talking about the the music industry and stuff and everything. Yes, and I'm kind of emotional about that. Whatever. I I am a, a heavy consumer of music. I mean, well, both of us are. Yes. I mean, you know, sing along with the sons and stuff. Whatever. If that don't say enough, whatever. Then yeah, y'all should check out that episode. You know, we laid out our vocal skills and shit like that to the masses. We also got a surprise coming up for you guys too. So I mean, we we we, we more than just uh. Just get on the mic and do the ones and twos and talk to y'all. We actually put stuff together. Yeah, so we yeah, do some things. Yeah, yeah, you're going you to see it. You're going to see it. You're going to be shocked and surprised, but not really because this is us and you've come to know us, I think. Yes. And to the new people and stuff, whatever, stick around. More shit to come. More shit to come. Um, But I remember, like, like I said, man, well, we did comparison and stuff, whatever, till we took it back to modern time. We went from modern time and we went back. Right? Right. So with Ty Dollar and Jeremiah, their group is My Ty. Right, right. And they have that song called The Light. Now, I fucking love that song. Yes. I love the song, you know? Let's have sex, but I will not the foreplay. Okay, cool. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. That, Okay, cool. I thought it was a sneeze yeah, at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell did he say? I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay, cool. I'm like, like oh, okay, cool. Like that track... 
I love it because it has the um. Well, it's been sampled and stuff for there for quite some time. But the Mary Jane girls with the whole all night long is originally their track. Right. right. Mary J. Blige had it before Ty Dollar and Jeremiah had it, and before Mary J. Blige had it, Big Daddy Kane had it for yes. Smooth Operator. Yes. Right. So it had us set in time and stuff where everything was going and flowing and stuff, whatever, as usual. But I mean, when it came down to the song and dance of it, the recent time stuff is so much fucking shorter compared to the old school stuff. Like the Mary Jane girls, they're all night long and stuff, whatever, was five minutes and change in the song. Right. Right. And they jumped in and stuff after the beat, I want to say, at the 45-second mark. Sorry, 22-second mark. 22 seconds, yeah. 22-second mark, that's when they jumped in and stuff on the beat, whatever, right? So then then from there, you have um, Mary J. Blige. She jumped in on the 45-second mark, 45 second mark yeah. in her song. But her song was four minutes and, and 40 seconds. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane jumped in straight the fastest time. He jumped in straight yeah, on the track a, at, at like 11, 13, yeah, 12, 11 minutes, 11, 11, to, seconds, 11, 11 seconds, 11 to 12 seconds yeah, yeah. on the track he came in. And then Mary Jane, the Mary Jane girls and stuff, they came in like 20 and change right, on their right. track, whatever, yeah. right? But Ty Dollar, the, the Mai Tai, what hurt my feelings and stuff, whatever, is that the song in total is two minutes and 59 seconds, right? right. And for them to jump on the track and stuff, whatever, in 22, no, like 26 seconds on the track. Yeah. That means the song is only like two minutes and 30 seconds, basically. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> so you get just that much and stuff, whatever. And I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, is everybody's attention span and stuff is off? But then when you point out the valid point, whatever, like, yo, when it comes to music nowadays, everybody's attention span is short-lived. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really short-lived. I mean, if, if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and while we were sitting down and having a discussion at the photo shoot, I was, I was even... Thinking about what, um, what one of the things that color was saying, how the attention spans are so short, yeah, uh, and it's it's people and it's it's technology, some some of it's technology, and I got to thinking, I'm like, when I edit or when I do a lot of edits uh, in regards to let's say an upcoming episode, or uh, so says the suns, with IG, I only got a minute to work with, right. So there's, I mean, you know, people are only getting a snapshot of the show. People are only getting a snapshot of the Sons on the Streets. People are only getting a snapshot of the the Sosas, the Sons, because there's only a certain amount of a, a time frame that I got to work with. So it causes me now to start thinking in one minute man mode. Not that I'm a one minute man. But, it, but, hey, that's between but, you and your missus. It has me start thinking in one minute man mode. What do I need to accomplish? What's the information that I need to get out there? Because I only got within a minute to do it. But you got, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you still got the IGTV. And I like how IG does it and stuff now. But, like, if you can watch the one minute, you have the link to say go to the video. Yes. Go to the, like, the IGTV thing and stuff, whatever. You but, know. But they're only, only them because Twitter don't have anything like that. And Twitter's still a minute themselves. You know, if the IGTV is less than... 30 seconds you can't post it as you can't have it post as a regular post that sends it sends you to the IGTV 
Oh. Yeah, so it's actually got to be longer than 30 seconds. I didn't I didn't know that till today when what? I you know, I threw up the first post yeah. with uh you know me in the car saying how I'm going to the photo shoot, I'm going to go drop and you know, get Sofa King Marvelous and we're going to do our thing. That was actually shorter than 30 minutes. So when I posted it to IGTV cuz I figured I'd do you know, you you post it there, it's two in one go. Cause right. I just now click and say, Hey, yo, send that to the post. Yeah. People watching the post, they clip IGTV and go further. But uh no, it don't work that way. So I actually had to post it on our post as well as the IGTV just for it to make any any sort of sense. So mm. keep that in mind, folks. If you're working with the IGTV, uh it's gotta be longer than thirty seconds for it to actually show up in your post feed. Nah, so then my my next question and stuff for them is like, who do you think is robbing the consumer, the music industry or the music artists? I feel both. Yes. But I want to hear your side because since you are a, music, a man of music and stuff behind the scenes with the business side and stuff of the music industry. I think it has a lot to do with the the business because... As an artist, you always you you always want to showcase your talent. You always want to give to your craft, and part of you you know part of you doing that is is showing what you got. So, um, we see situations where some cuts on the album maybe longer than three three and a half minutes. Maybe even longer than five minutes. Shit, I've seen some tracks that go all the way up to eight minutes. And it's one full song. And it's and no it's, skit, no it's bullshit. One full song, no skit, no bullshit. But that's that's the that's the artist not being allowed the freedom to do what they want to do. Okay, but then let's look at let's look at Pusha T and like Daytona or Kanye and them and stuff, whatever, right? With the seven track album, right, right, like that was their choice. Yes. To say like they're gonna give seven tracks and it still qualifies an album instead of like a um a, a EP. EP's extended play, right? EP's extended play. What's LP again? Uh, I believe it's long play. Long play. So th- yeah. th- that's official long play. Right. right. Those official long plays and stuff for it. But they hit the criteria and stuff for it. But that's a choice they made. They yeah. could have just made like instead of seven songs, they could have said just ten across the board. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like it's the artist and stuff is partial to blame, more to blame. How that really how that really works out the difference between a maxi single and an extended play and a long play EP. What the hell is a maxi LP. single? Maxi um, single sound like a maxi a loose maxi pad. A, a, a maxi single is basically you you have a single, you put out a single, right? Right. Um so with you putting out the single, you may have and I mean, it doesn't happen much in this day and time, but you may have the instrumental and then you might have the remix. Yeah. Right. So prior to the whole streaming and even I would say prior to the whole CD era, mm-hmm. when you had like cassettes, physical cassettes. And when you had like. I miss those. I miss those too, man. And when you had physical records, you were get a maxi single. Because mm. what sense is it just buying a, a record for just one song on it? So you would get the you would get the song, you would get the instrumental for the song, and then if so happens to be a remix at the time, it would be all on the the uh, on the maxi single. Now how it works is it's a matter it's a matter of minutes. So maxi single would be a certain amount of minutes. Then your, your next one up would be extended play, which would be your single, 
maybe a single remix, maybe even the in- instrumental of the single. Acapella or some shit. Acapella or, or something. And then maybe maybe two or three other tracks. Right. Right? But I think that falls in the line between... EP and LP? You know, that'll be EP. That, that'll fall in the line between um, Maxi Single and, and uh, EP. I think EP is around... Seven to I want to say eight minutes. That that's ain't the shit. length. But that ain't shit though. No, that's that's not. That's yeah. so you're talking like so maybe two or three songs. So it goes from maxi to EP. I mean, to EP goes to like the the seven eight minute mark. Right. So any. Oh, okay. I'm about to say because I'm like one song and one remix could just smash that. Of yeah. And then if they're in EP well, territory for sure, for sure. Right. And then so now you have a, a LP which is long play that right. could be anywhere between. 10 minutes to 12 minutes plus. Right. Hence the term long play. Right, right. right. So in actuality, if you have seven songs and each song is five minutes long, that's an LP. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. You talking from, see, you're speaking from the music artist, music industry side, and me, I'm looking at it from a music consumer. And my thing and stuff is that I got no problem with you putting like seven Bangers, or you feel like you put out seven bangers, but I feel like if those seven bangers and stuff, whatever, like might resonate music, you know, when music hits the brain, you feel no pain. Yes. So if your seven bangers and stuff touch me and stuff, whatever, and then like by the time I blink my eyes and look, the whole thing is over. I've been like, nigga, throw me a bone, like throw me three more songs or something like that, whatever. <laughs> Let me at least get ten to rock with, whatever, or something like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm paying. If it's on I okay, well, people ain't buying music is they're more streaming everything and stuff, whatever, right? But if you're to buy an album and stuff in like Walmart or a CD or something like that, whatever, you're paying nine ninety nine for seven tracks. Yeah. Compared to before, if you pick up another album and stuff or older album and stuff, you pay nine ninety nine for like fifteen tracks. Yes, the quality and stuff, whatever, but the quantity kind of means a little something and stuff whatever on that end too. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like Y'all trying to jerk people and stuff who ain't making music and stuff for that. Don't worry, folks. If I make an album and stuff, I'm gonna give y'all ten solid, ten solid inches. I remember, I remember back in the day, song by the Art of Noise called "Moments in Love." That's like eleven minutes. Dash, dash the porno song. That dash. That shit, I think, was just... Yeah, I think that was made for you to bump and grind to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked for that in a strip club one time. I went to a strip club. I went, see, So if I go to a white strip club, yeah. I ask for Art of Noise because it's more of a R&B type of track. Right. And if I go to a black strip club, I ask them for Hotel California. So most of the black DJs don't know what the fuck that is. Mm. So then therefore, I'm getting my money's worth because it's a long-ass song. Hotel California with the guitar riffs? Yeah. That bitch about like 14 minutes long. Damn. So, and then Moments of Love, what I think is like less than 12 minutes and stuff, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you could have the freaking stripper dancing off one song, and you done got three, probably four songs worth, all for the hot, it depends where you are, 10 bucks in America, 20 bucks in Canada. Because they're like, what's yeah, that? I'm yeah. like, you don't know Moments of Love? I'm like, I always had a fantasy to get a lap dance by Moments in Love, playing in the background. And they're like, all right, DJ spin the cut. And then when DJ spin the cut, he's looking like, yo, this song is not ending like, with your dumb ass. I'm getting this freebie in. Cause like no 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 it's too much you gotta pay double for this nope I don't <laughs> it's still going it's on one dance minimum art of noise to one dance made minimum this, you're damn right so if she just 
you still got a few more rips to go, boo boo. Mm-hmm. You gotta, wait, you gotta wait till they go. Ah, 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 uh, ah, no, ah, ah, no, ah, ah, no, 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 no. The harps kick it. Yeah, it's a porno song, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting my money's worth, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck the dumb shit, whatever. Like I said, no one's caring about the damn consumer no more, man. They all just want to do anything just to kind of rape our dollars, man. Even strip clubs going at it. Yeah, yeah. In Vegas, in Vegas, right? Regular one. Non boxing, non MMA night, anything like regular degler. Yeah. A lap dance from a stripper. Normal stripper, hopefully normal, quote unquote. Right, right. Dance is 10 bucks. Okay. A dance from a midget stripper or bantam stripper or a little person stripper. Little person stripper. That's 20 bucks. How the fuck am I paying double for half the person? Explain that to me. Hmm. But that's what I'm saying. No one cares about the consumer. They're like, oh, this is a rare oddity. I don't want to call them oddity, but it's like, you know what? This is a little different from what you're used this to. Is so you a, this is a special you, you thing. Got, yeah, this, this, this is, is a specialty. Special yeah. So you got to pay extra, yeah. double the price for the, the specialty. Yeah, yeah. See, no one gives a fuck about the consumer. They just send Bridget the Midget out there and stuff, whatever. And then she just, you know, drop it like it's hot. Yeah. And then they just like, how much? She danced for three songs. I need my $60. Wait, what? Wait a minute now. Hold up. <laughs> Where's the 60 bucks going? <laughs> to Bridget the Midget. Mm, fuck it, that shit. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't feel like they 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 helping us as the consumer and stuff with that, but that's that's just that's my my take, my hot take on it and everything. But yeah. I think the music is so they they I mean they break it down so much to make it digestible. Because again, they're looking at the atten- the attention span of people. Um, so we have gone to shit as people. Yeah. So then, in the yeah. near future, we might just get like a hot minute of a song. You might get. Yeah, then you gotta. You Yo, gotta, they better jump straight. The, they better jump the straight song. on that beat. As soon as that bitch jump in and stuff, they better the go song. in. Yo, as soon as I hear the beat, like. Mm-mm. When the things let off, y'all better dodge like a viper. Get your ass rained on like windshield wipers. I, I, y'all need to go in. You know, you it, it's and see, this is the funny thing when when we when we talk about music and we're talking about back then till now the dynamics of how everything was structured. Right. You know, back then you had to let the the music breathe for like at least two bars before you could either start singing or rapping. Okay. Very rare, and I say very rarely, you would have a record start and the MC or the singer start right where the music starts, or maybe a bar app. You had to let back it back then. Back then, right? You had to let it breathe, and that's and, fine. And, and but but this is what we're saying though. But even when letting it breathe, you still had you know. A lot to look up for, and I, I remember. Yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm, I'm feeling like, what was that? That you ever seen that boozy meme? Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, how the fuck you just shortchanged me after we quote unquote let the track breathe? Yeah. And then you shortchanged. Like I said, that song, that 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 the light song. Yeah. Yo, I had to pull it back several times when I'm like, you know, maybe I, I don't got a fucked up version. Might have to complain to Apple about giving me a short version and shit like that. Whatever. I'm like, nah. And then I even realized and stuff one day I'm at work. Yeah. I'm playing the bitch on YouTube and I'm like, this bitch is really three minutes. Well, here, th- listen, listen to this. 
Okay, I'm I'm gonna make two points, but I'm I'm gonna address what you just said Go because ahead. as he's as he said that, yeah, something came to my mind. Okay, but okay, but let's go back in the day. You had when you had a song, you had verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse. Right, so you had three verses, three verses, two choruses. Sometimes, sometimes they might start with the chorus, so you might have a chorus, verse, chorus. Verse, course, verse, course. What the fuck? You said a little too many things right there. Either okay. way, you had three yeah, yeah. verses. Three verses, three right? choruses. Max. So, and you always knew, okay, the first verse was the setup, right? Right. Got, got you, got you, know what the song was about. The the, the second verse kind of laid into the what the song was about, you know, and then the third verse Usually brought it, brought everything home. So you was looking forward to the to the third verse, to you know, to, for everything to be brought old home. Old school music, old school music, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's not how it is in this day and age. And it's funny because we went from first verse. That uh, this is funny how it worked. We went from first verse to chorus to second verse to chorus to a repeat of the first verse. Depending on the song. Depending on the yeah, song, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you went from chorus to verse to chorus to verse. And you might have maybe half a chorus at the end to wrap up the song. Right. Then at some point, they just said, yo, eh, maybe we don't need to have the re- you know, the repeat of the first verse, and it was just two verses. Sandwiches in between the courses. Right. Now we've reached to the point where it's just one verse. Two courses. Two courses. The Ty Dollar Sign. All right. Okay, good. So now, now that I say that, what's the difference in this era? Think about it. What are we looking at now? We're looking at streaming, right? Yeah. And something that you just said about the Ty Dollar Song, the, the, the Ty Dollar Song. Yeah. As soon as it finished, what did you have to do? I brought it back. To play it again? Yeah. Right? Because emotional. How many plays did you just do listen to that one song? Oh. Oh, so they, so they did a gotcha bitch to me. That's what they did? That's what they did because... I will not be the music industry slave no more. Two, Fuck them. Two streams is better than one in their eyes, right? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah when, you, yeah, when you break it down like that, you're absolutely right. Because I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, that song was a banger. Hold on, bring it back. And then, yeah, they started off with the, with the chorus. And then Jeremiah had his, his um, verse. And then went right back to chorus. And the song was done. So imagine if that song was, gave you three verses. I might you, may, you, may not pull, you may not pull it back up, right? No. no. So now, so here's a situation where... We getting two streams for the price of one just because we shortened the length of the song. Right. We got you. We we got you all hooked in, and now it's the song. And the quickly you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? I gotta go back. And then you go back. Yeah, because I got and raped. That's another man. play. I got raped with no lubrication. Well, now you got raped, and they got you know they got they another got play. paid, man. They got paid, like yeah, you know. I'm gonna tell you, it's a serious thing. It's Jay a serious Jerkin thing out niggas, there. they be raping you, man. I was looking at them like, yo, look when you when you said the chorus and in the song bring back everything and stuff, whatever. There's a Joe Budden song, actually from Joe Budden's album. Right. His first album and stuff for that. And I, I think it's called Sex. So the first verse 
was about dick. So it's like, Ma, you need. He's like, Ma, I got that good dick. Such a such long dick. Yeah. And, and the second verse is about pussy. Right. He's like, you know, if the pussy's, he's like, need, girl, I need pussy. If the if the pussy's tight, I probably eat pussy and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And the third verse is about sex. So like, the first verse is about dick. Second verse is about pussy. Last verse is about sex to kind of bring everything right. in and stuff, whatever. They don't make songs like that. They no don't. More. Um, when you're, you're talking about that, it reminded me of the um. The J. Cole song. Which one? Wet Dreams? Yes. Yeah. Because that's I think that's three verses too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he sets up everything with the first two verses. Mm-hmm. Then the third verse. They have sex. They have sex. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm saying. You usually looked forward for that third verse because that third verse was closure. Yeah. That third verse usually wrapped up everything. Yeah. And then you were satisfied. You were satisfied. You were satisfied. I'm not satisfied no more. No, because now you got to go back to the beginning and listen to Ty all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's just how I Not feel. without the first play. <laughs> yeah, that's not... Yeah, for real. That's it not even the fourth play. It's the first play. Not without the first play. Because by the fourth play, I'm already switched to another song, but they already got me four they damn got times you, already. They got you right? four times. That's some bullshit, man. They got you streaming four times, the one damn song. Yo, let's get into this this Rock Nation stuff and this NFL thing, whatever, right? So people are up in arms. Some people are up in arms. Some people are emotional. Yes. About this whole Jay-Z stepping in and stuff, whatever, about the whole social change to the NFL. Right. And rumor or allegedly or TMZ and other people and sources say that Jay is in the process of trying to buy an NFL team somewhere in the near future. Yes. Right? Um, with Jay-Z, the Jay-Z you now know, who participated in so much like criminal law things. Right, right. Um, look at the family that got beat down and stuff by the cops. Right. Jay's fitting their bill. Yeah. Meek Mill situation. Yeah. Jay has yeah. his hand and stuff into a whole bunch of this law this and social change. He's a social justice warrior. We're witnessing the woke Jay-Z. Yeah. Right. He's a social justice warrior. So I feel like the Jay-Z today and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. My thing and stuff is that you brought up a valid point where we were like beatboxing stuff like off air about it, whatever, like, you know, is his move for social change or is it just for more change in NFL and everybody else's pockets along those lines? Yeah. How do you feel? Is it, more ch- is it social change popping off? Because, I mean, he addressed like in that meeting and stuff, whatever, he addressed the fact that, you know, the main reason why Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee Right for the whole thing and stuff for that is for social awareness. Yeah, yeah. Right, and everybody knows why Cap took the knee. Yes. Right, and it's just I want to say a fallback type of thing, not a fallback or a blowback that Cap got lost his job in the process. However, the NFL did cut him a check. Yes, they cut him a check. Behind closed doors. And they, that, that boy closed, Cap didn't say a single word about how much dollars doors, and all the above. I'm not saying... Cu- they cut him a check. I'm not saying like he has have to disclose how much dollars and stuff that was given and stuff for that. But at the end right. of the day, whatever check come out that they cut for him, I feel like it was good for him. Yes. For him to still remain silent and stuff over. Because like, if you knew you were worth... The things that you did and you were worth and stuff, whatever, was worth 10 mil. Okay. And somebody cut you a check for half a mil, like Monique. 
Yeah. Monique with the whole Netflix special thing yeah, and stuff yeah, like whatever. Yeah. She felt the type of way. That's why she made a voice. Right. And she made let it be known publicly and stuff, whatever. So I think the figures and stuff were actually good for him. For him to say, for like, him you to know, say, okay, to keep to remain silent. I'm a I'm a step back and, yeah. and and not say anything. So I don't think like the social change aspect from there. Yes. I think like um my personal opinion and stuff, whatever. What's really gonna happen is more dollars going in pockets. Right. Right. Because I wanna say if a lot of people felt type of way about cap and that whole situation with people taking a knee, some people fell back from watching the NFL this past year. Yes. And Super Bowls and all that type of stuff and everything like that. You know, Jay's wife, Beyonce, had an issue where she couldn't perform at Super Bowl and all that type of stuff, whatever, right? Yes. Anymore. But now that's going to kind of shift because people will be like, well, if Jay is rocking with it, Beyonce might be back in the game and stuff, whatever. NFL's making the money. So and then so it all becomes it all becomes optics, right? Like how you picture it. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know what's on Jay-Z's mind. We can't say what's on Jay-Z's mind. Absolutely. Other than we can always speak upon what we've witnessed, right? So we, we I mean we've seen him doing the, the Eric Garner, the the family with the uh, with the dollar store, yeah, with the dollar store. He's a social justice warrior. Now. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's social justice warrior. He's out there. He's putting his money where his mouth is in regards to to that, right? Mm-hmm. I think with this whole NFL thing, I think what kind of threw people off is that the stance he took and the fact that you know he's saying he was rocking with Cap. So much so that when the NFL came to him in regards to doing a halftime show, one of his responses in his songs was the NFL couldn't pay him enough. Yeah. You need me. Was this verse? I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Yeah. You need me. I don't need you. Right. Yeah. Now, here's the, here's the thing with that. Because we're looking at Jay Z as the the social justice warrior, right? Mm-hmm. And we're also looking at his wife, who at the time took the opportunity to say, "Hey, y'all brought me in for the Super Bowl, but while you brought me in for the Super Bowl, I'm going to make a political statement," right. as she did with the Black Panther performance. Right. So, in a sense, in in a sense, that was her knee. Okay. Right? So I'm looking at it as with Jay-Z, even if it's not a money thing with him, it would have been an opportunity for him to take his knee, address it publicly on one of the biggest stages the TV has to offer and so forth. But he made it seem like, yo, he didn't want anything to do with the NFL. Right. Right? Just, you know, just off, off of the lyrics, you need me. I don't need I you. I don't need you. Yeah. Right? So now when this whole thing's, when this whole thing comes full circle, mm-hmm. and now they're saying, Rock Nation is now going to be part of the NFL taking care of anything that's entertainment wise, and so forth. Right? Mm-hmm. It just goes back to the, you need me, I don't need you. But 
because you don't need I because I don't need you, what are you really offering me to make me fuck with you? A team. Some say it's a team. Some say it's you know he's going to stand for a big payday for you know the entertainment part of the NFL. Yeah, but he and was listen. looking for the payday from before. And listen, look, King, get your coins, solidify your legacy, solidify your children's legacy. I ain't mad about Jay-Z that. Jay Z has a song called Legacy, by the way. He does have yeah, a song so. called Legacy. I and I ain't mad about that, right? But at the same time. This is why people are are questioning certain things. Or to me, this is why people are, are questioning certain things. At the end of the day, we can only we can only go by with what we see and what we're going to see. So how much does Rock Nation affect social change within NFL is yet to be seen. How much does Rock Nation benefit from being part of it? Because we know they're going to benefit. They are, you scratch my back. You scratch my back. Yeah, they're going to benefit. How Return. much are they going to benefit versus social change, right? And then another thing, another angle to really look at it is if the NFL wasn't bleeding, whereas losing fans and losing monetary gain. Mm-hmm. Would they strike the deal with Jay Z? Probably not. But no. we don't know. But I don't think. I don't so. think so. But they they knew they were hurting and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, this is this is literally a move on their part to stop the bleeding. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can look at it and stuff and just say you can. Steve Wonder can see that. Fuck that. Anybody can see that and stuff, whatever. Because NBA already's been in like the hip hop realm for so long. Right. Right. The NFL they haven't been and. With the NBA being in the hip hop realm, they kind of always kept like the black people coming back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So on the NBA side, they were good. On the NFL side, when it came to the kneeling and the whole social justice aspect and stuff of it, whatever, they lost them. Yeah, yeah, they lost a good portion. Because I mean, the, I mean, the NBA got us wrapped up so much that even when the the owner for the Clippers said those outlandish remarks. We him. wasn't ready to boycott nothing doing the man, NBA. They got him the fuck up out of there, man. They got him the fuck up out of there, yeah, but we wasn't we wasn't leaving the NBA for shit. Nah, come on, man. No, nah, hell no. Nah. You didn't hear that old racist joke and stuff, whatever. Why do black people and stuff, whatever? How come black people are so tall? What's that? Because their Negroes. <laughs> and I was like, like, when it comes to the NBA, there's a lot of Negroes who mm. knees grow for them to say no. Nah. Bars. They're not about to say no. Bars. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Let's move on to another section. Ah, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. You know, that's, that's my Black Elvis right there. Mm. Let's talk about the jailhouse rock. I nah. thought you was. I thought you was about to break in into uh, Heya. Uh, 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 uh. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. You can fuck up the Polaroid like yeah, that yeah, though, you, too. You can. You can. People but people, that is not people that. shaking. No, no, no. They, they were shaking that shit for sure. Yeah. Yo, let's talk about a little jailhouse rock. The reason why I said jailhouse rock and stuff, whatever. Um, Centoya Brown, you don't know if you remember her. Yes. She was a young girl who was in prostitution, who got prostituted. Right. And she killed her pimp. The pimp. The pimp, right. That's right. And she was 16 at the time when she killed the pimp. Right. Right. And she served basically her life. 
basically most of her life in mm. prison. She just released and stuff after 15 years after her whole situation and stuff, whatever, right? I feel like it was well-deserved. Um, a few things I have to say and stuff, whatever, but let me hear your take on stuff on it, whatever. Like, how do you feel about her being released? Are you for it or are you against it? I'm, f- I'm for her being released. Why? Uh, simply because I don't think she should have been jailed in the first place. I mean, granted that she did commit a crime. Yeah. But, but it was justifiable. But it was, not only was it justifiable. Yeah. But at the age that where she committed it at, I almost look at it as from a trauma, a trauma standpoint. That's a justifiable aspect. What do you mean? When it comes to the age thing, there's like 12-year-olds out here popping off on other siblings or killing other kids and stuff, whatever. Yeah. That's not trauma aspect. When I say trauma aspect, the, the, the part where she was being pimped out. Right. You understand? We don't know. I mean, we don't know what this pimp was doing. He could have been slapping her around. Facts. He could have been doing Facts. all sorts of stuff yeah. that... That you you know over a set period of time builds up. Absolutely, you understand. So you could look at it as she almost got to the boiling point and snapped, she which did. would have been you know part of trauma, which would have been this, that, and the third, um, and not being an adult and being in certain certain situations and knowing how to handle yourself. That might have just added to the cause of her killing the pimp. So I'm thinking if you're looking at all of these things, Mm -hmm. because, hell, I mean, you got adults that would snap, let alone a 16-year-old. Yeah, it takes one straw to break the camel's back. And I mean, how much could you really take and tolerate and stuff, whatever, when, you know, what some people still actually legitly feel, like you facts, you have to be party on rescue. Yes. If she wasn't getting saved and stopped and, and all the above from before, she took matters in her own She took matters in her, and in I, her that's own what I'm hand. saying. I feel like it's justifiable. I don't think it's like a, a age thing. I think the whole circumstance in general. And in, I think, in general. But I think what I feel a type of way and stuff, whatever, is that how could any, like, this is to the judge and stuff, whatever, and I, I hope it gets to you and everything like that, whatever. I won't issue no apology, apology to it and stuff, whatever, but like, how do you take in a case like this and then look at the person and say, you're not eligible for parole to 2055. Like, here's my thing. Yeah. From, let's say from zero, from zero to like, let's say like from zero to 14, you're basically a, a kid. Right, right. Right? So by the time you hit like 15, you have this young adult thing kicking in your head. Of course. Till like you're about 18. Yeah. And then you're an adult for like that many amount of years and stuff till you die. Right. How does a person not even really become an adult yet and you're giving them this amount of time and stuff, whatever, from this circumstance? I think that's a dick move and stuff on from the judge's side. Oh, 100%. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that and stuff, whatever, right? So that's why I'm looking... And it's, it's not even like... It would have been different... If she, you know, she she killed a good Samaritan, law-abiding citizen, Doesn't somebody it? who didn't deserve pimp. And th- this was a pimp that was pimping her ass. Yeah. 
Says and she probably thought the only way she could get away from him was to kill him. But that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. When you have an asshole or a dick, heartless type of judge like that and stuff, whatever, like that, that's the part that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because I'm looking like, how do you just look at the circumstance? I, I'm not a judge. I'm not a judge, whatever. But yeah, she's wrong. She's guilty of the crime and stuff. But at least let her do to like friggin' 10 years. Let her do like some basic shit and stuff. But this is extended past it. It's yeah. not like she killed two people. Yeah, yeah. Three people. She killed one person. Let her do the 10 and then give her eligibility for parole. Whatever, right? And that's how I was looking at I'm like, yo, this judge and stuff whatever is like a dick. But that's just me on my side and stuff, whatever, for that whole thing and stuff pertaining to her. You thinking you thinking uh racism might have had a little play in that? Absolutely. Because if we um if we take a, a check and 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 probably look at all the women who might have killed their husband because of let's say domestic violence. Wife, the, the domestic violence battered wife syndrome. What is the time frame that they got in their sentences? If I, it, it, that would be an interesting fact, or you know, a, a, an interesting thing you to look ask up a to woman. see. You gotta to see. You gotta ask a regular woman. The reason I say you gotta ask, like, you ever find out? You ever think think about that? Like, you know, there's some women out here that just watch a lot of extra CSI shit, extra femme fatale, women snap, snapped. I think that's a, a Lifetime show. Hmm. Women are into the crime shit. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. Or, or like oh, a regular yeah. chick and stuff who's into the crime shit will tell you and stuff like, mm, that's not true. Fucking one out of every, they give some stats that you won't know and stuff unless that you whip you out your know. phone and have to Google some shit. Right. Ask a regular woman and stuff. She probably tell you stuff like, "Yeah, you know, motherfuckers will see five years after you know they man just beat them and they said fuck it, they kill this dude and stuff for there and walk free because of their situation." Yeah, right. But I'm saying this one was way beyond injustice and stuff for there, and I wasn't a fan and stuff for there. And me, I'm not quick to throw up the race card and stuff for there, but I call a spade a spade. It is what it is, right? So, you know, salute to Centoya Brown. I always think about and stuff when people. Go in for such a long time, you now you're so institutionalized that when you come out, there's so many things that missed her. Let, oh, let's think about this. I'm 34. Yeah. This girl now is 31. Right. Imagine being incarcerated for like your your teenage years. Imagine being pimped. Imagine you being pimped and stuff, or you're not really getting access to certain type of things and all the above. And then you're kind of basic with the keyboard and things like they might show you, give access to while you're in prison. You come out in this bitch. You take your ass to Starbucks. And these motherfuckers know how to piss you off at Starbucks. You want a small tea. These motherfuckers are telling you, you want a tall tea? And you're like, what part of small, small is you, tall? You, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't understand what I was saying. You're so institutionalized small. and stuff. Yeah. They gave you one size for all. And now you're confused as shit. Like you got to function with regular day world and stuff, whatever, now. Because they just took you from yeah. this place. Then they give you no crash course in between. Just plopped you down. I'm like... Well, that's why they say, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a good portion of people who have been in jail so long that when they come out... They go right back in? They don't know what to do with, them, do with themselves. Yeah. So they commit crimes to just go back in because they're more used to living institutionalized than to be living free. But then uh, but then not only that, now how do you pick a person and stuff up like that and say, you about to go take like a little... I guess because you're, you're, you're an ex-felon, you're ex-con. Right. So you about to go... You can't work an everyday job. 
probably got to take a Mickey D's type of thing or yeah. like some things of where they might allow ex-con and stuff for them to work and everything. Like salute to this girl and her situation. But if we minus from her situation, I'm going to say, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure she might have a book in the making and stuff or something like that. Have to. Book, movie deal. Something, something, something like movie, that, yeah. something, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody so going to want to tell the story. She's kind of, she's kind of, I want to say that set, but she just has to put like, you know, the, the focus on the... Put focus to the drive, right? And she's good to go, whatever, right? But there's some other people and stuff for them when they come out, they don't got no deals or nothing like that lined up for them and stuff for them. Like, how the fuck do you function? You got to start from scratch. Yo, beyond scratch because it's yeah, kind of like set back. Yeah, you're yeah. set back on the time frame and stuff. Now you plus have to play catch up and stuff to these things, whatever, right? And I'm like, I don't know. That's just me. That's why I said like, I'm like, I don't think we, you know, salute to the peoples and stuff, whatever, who are you know former ex cons and they're law-abiding citizens and stuff, whatever. Now, if you're listening and stuff, whatever, like our thoughts and prayers go out to you on your regular day-to-day struggle. Because if you don't have opportunities and stuff, whatever, or people to give you the leg up, yeah, you, you, you officially fucked. Yeah. Like, you're officially fucked. Because, like, what could you really do besides working minimum wage job and you can't do anything and stuff, whatever else and stuff like whatever. Like, much as if you're here and, you know, People are used to traveling or doing type of things and stuff, whatever, and you can't travel, you can't cross countries, you know? Sad to say, but some of them go back to a life of crime. Yeah. I, I feel that. I see it. Um, another part of Jailhouse Rock, I want to highlight was ASAP Rocky. So, August 14th. I, I see what you did right there. Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. ASAP Rock. ASAP Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you see, you see, yeah. you know, running. making making those connections. Bars, man, I'm dropping some bars out here, man. Um, on the 14th of August, remember we talked about it. 14th of August, stuff, whatever. Yeah, it was his trial date and stuff against set in Sweden. Smart man, he didn't take his black ass back over there. Nope. He was found guilty in Sweden, and he has to pay a fine for thirteen hundred dollars U.S. equivalent, thirteen hundred dollars and stuff to the victims, to those two asshole victims. The ones they couldn't find, is, this is beyond me. <laughs> this is beyond me. To the uh, two people that they couldn't find to yeah. do an investigation on, and the quickest verdict they had to come and decide and stuff, whatever, after the man just touched soil and stuff for the U.S. soil last weekend. It was wild. And I was looking at this stuff, I was like, I hope, you know, if you're a dark of the, you know, darker melanin, don't take your ass over to Sweden. Nah, I don't think they're for you. Just, just you know, whatever country borders Sweden, that's where you got to hang out. You know what I mean? Stay, stay right at the border and, you know, give a free concert. Uh, yeah, but, but, I guess. Yeah. But don't, don't, don't step in. Don't step into that country, man. And, you know, it's funny that it's, it's only been like $1,300 for the fine. Because, you know, if that happened in the U.S., niggas is asking for millions. <laughs> well, for the hell yeah. Come on. We, you know, in America, they super fun now. We super fun, man. We super fun. You don't see Judge Mathis. You don't see all these other judge shows. Yeah, that's the minimum they trying to scratch and stuff. Thirteen hundred. Yeah, every other commercial on the TV is a lawyer. Oh yeah, tougher the Diamond and Diamond mm-hmm. Presler. Mm-hmm. You know they out here in these streets, man. Um, another part on last part on this little jailhouse rock piece is um, Illinois, their prison population is down by twenty percent. Mm. Give me your thoughts on this. Because I think I might go off on a tangent and everything like that, whatever. But go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Down by 20%? Yes. 
I say that's good. Why? I, I, I need to now know why it's down by 20%. Well, they said that it's the law enforcement that they, they've been doing recently, um, changes within like the, I want to say with the policing situation. Yeah. Well, before, let's say they they will call the cops and stuff, whatever, to deal with like a situation pertaining to like, um, let's say like some misdemeanors and stuff, whatever, like under 500. Right. Or theft cases and stuff of like 500. Okay. Well, now they kind of increase it to a thousand, so it's kind of worth the police officer to go out and go do mm. diligence instead of taking them away from other crimes and stuff that might be going on. Okay, whatever, right? I don't know about that. My personal fucking opinion. If you're from Chicago, I think this is where you're gonna dislike me. But I think because cats are popping off on each other out there, man. So there ain't nobody to bring in? Well, that's it. I mean, because if the people, if you yeah. look at the people and stuff that are holding the guns or popping back and shooting at each other and everything like whatever, yeah. obviously the life expectancy rate is going to kind of drop. And the, if they're going to be killing each other and like a lot of dudes and stuff, whatever, like you even hear like in some rap songs, they'd rather be dead than in jail. Yeah. That's part of the reason why the, populi- the, the prison population is down 20%. We know Chirac ain't really nice. They pop off and stuff for their kind of frequently. You thinking also the police could probably just be like, man, fuck it. I'm going to just work my regular nine to five shift and get paid my regular nine to five. It ain't and worth the bullshit. It, but I mean, think about it. I remember one day I got pulled over and stuff, whatever, right? You know, driving while black, you know. And I got pulled over and stuff by the cop. I looked at the cop and stuff. There was two officers that came to the whip and stuff. And when they came to the car and stuff, whatever. I, you know, grab my license and insurance and ownership and shit like that. And when I showed it to them, I'm like, mm, here you go. And the one cop went to go run everything and the other cop was looking at me and stuff. And I'm like, I didn't break any laws. And he's yeah. like, no, we're just checking. We're just running the plates and stuff like that. Whatever. And I said, turn to the set officer. I'm like, there's people out here like doing real crimes though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, you're true. And then, and then when the cop turned to me and said and stuff for that, he's like, we'll get to them, but we don't think you're a threat. So we'll get to them after we're done with you. Yeah, so now yeah, it had so me thinking, <laughs> saying like, oh, okay, you rather deal with the the non-violent or non-threatening matter 100%. before you go throw yourself in the fray of like, you know, shoot out with cops and everything. You know, looking at it from a human level. Like, yeah. if I'm a cop, whatever, who do I deal with? Do I pull over this little black kid who looks like semi-decent or do I go into a place where I know like, you know, like Doomstown where they might pop back at the cops? Yeah. Whatever. So when you get the squad call and stuff, whatever, decisions, decisions, I was going to come to Doomstown. However, I got to pull over this black kid real quick. <laughs> and here's another thing. They're probably more likely to write you, a, uh, or not, not only you, but write somebody a ticket because of them slipping. Yeah. Then for them to actually wait for a call to come in and make an arrest. Yeah. So if you think if you start thinking quarter wise, let's say you you know you you got to do three tific, three tickets for the day, mm-hmm. and they get into the mind frame where okay, to make those three tickets, they're about to, they're about I got to pull over like fifteen people for the day, right? Whether they doing bullshit or, or not. not. Oh, so I was I was I was like I guess out of that four that didn't do shit because they didn't write me no ticket. 
He pulled me over. They, they pulled me over. They said that they just ran the plates. And yeah. when they ran the plates and stuff, whatever, there must be a typo within the Ministry of Transportation, not me, Yeah, yeah. of what color the car is. <laughs> so they said, in the system, it says initials for, for green, but the car is gray. And he said, had this car been painted before? I said, no. He said, can I open up the passenger side door and stuff like that? Because you can tell when you open up the door. Right. I said, open. Yeah. And he said, no, this car is gray through and through. So I'm like, that ain't my fault. I don't work at the ministry and stuff, whatever. And when the car was bought, if they typed it up like that and stuff, whatever, nobody ain't say shit to me since. Well, and here's the thing. We don't even know if that's actually true what they're saying. Of course, come on, come on, right? It's pig Latin. I call it pig Latin. When I I don't understand cop talk, it's pig Latin. This is. Let me give you an excuse why I'm pulling you over. Yeah. But my hopes is that I pull you over and I catch you slipping. So, i.e., I open up the car door and I have a smell of marijuana. I can I can smell marijuana. Mm. Now all of a sudden it becomes, oh. I pulled you over for this reason. And you got a little ganja. You got a little but, marijuana. But you, but what's, what's going on? You, you, you're smoking? You're smoking? Yeah, you've been smoking. Yeah. Now I gotta now I gotta search the car. Yeah. You got any weapons on you? Now I gotta yeah. I gotta search the car because we know you weed smokers like to carry weapons. Dang. So maybe you might have a gun in the car. This is right? true. So this is the this is the thing. This is the, the the bullshit that I'm saying. And like I said again, catching you slipping. Yeah. I'll give you a good example of that. One day I was driving and I got pulled over because as soon as I left where I was leaving, Mm -hmm. I didn't turn my lights on right away. Okay. So they pulled me over for not having my lights on. How far were you from your your start point to where they pulled you over? Uh, I was I was probably a, 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 a good few away. Oh, okay. Right? So, yeah. so yeah. But, they, uh, but they pulled me over for not having my lights on. Now, I don't know how long they were following, following me. You. Right. To say, hey, you've been driving without your lights on for this amount of time. Right. But that didn't even matter. You know, you know, what, you know what the bullshit was? What? I had a little roach tail in the car that was sitting right in the door handle. Yeah. You know motherfuckers is nosy already. They got the flashlight going on. And yeah. And they seen it. Right. Now that became the probable, the probable cause for them searching the car. Okay. Right? Right, right, right. So now when they search the car, I, have, I got weed on me. So now they found the weed. Mm-hmm. Right? I say, this to, I, I say that to say this. Even though they found it, it still wasn't enough for them to make anything out of it, or at least they didn't think it was enough for them to make anything out of it. Because of roach. Because of roach, you know, a little bit of weed. Yeah. Right? So, what it did give them, what they did do was give them a chance to search the car. So now, now, now they're searching to see if there's any big amount of drugs in the right, car right. or if there's any weapons in the car. Right? right. So they don't find none of that. So they write me with a, a, a warning ticket. About the lights? Or about the weed? I can't even remember. They just wrote me a warning ticket. But oh. they took my weed. Okay, but what the fuck is a warning ticket? Then? What's a warning ticket, right? Yeah. Okay, so so so, so I'm, I, I, I say that to say this. It's, it's, they originally stopped me from 
the 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 lights yeah, the, for the lights. Yeah. Right. But it it totally became something else. Right. Even when I got my uh, my DUI charge, mm-hmm. the original the original reason why they pulled me over is because I was on a highway. I was doing a hundred, mm-hmm. but I went through a construction zone, which dropped down to eighty. Eighty. Right. Right. When they pulled me over, I blew over the limit. So now now it becomes a DUI. Right. You know they they you know they dropped the charge for the speeder. Oh okay. So yeah, the D, because they the had the DUI, DUI which was a bigger was charge, yeah, heavier, right? So they right. they dropped the, they didn't care about the speed. Yeah, at they that care point. about yeah, they care about something a little bit bigger. Even though they didn't have to pull me over the speeding, because by the time I was pulled over, I was already out the construction zone. True, but that's what I'm saying. Like if they're gonna pull you, if they're gonna pull somebody over and stuff, whatever. The still the still the the matter is that they rather fuck with you, pull you over. Over them to go do some real cop shit where they might have to, you know, part of the reason why they, you know, their badges stuff is to risk their life on the line. But I guess as a human level, they're just saying like, "Fuck, I gotta risk my life for when I could just pull this person over." Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly it. All right, man. Let's talk about this public apology thing, right? The public apology shit. Do you guys say this shit and stuff whatever? Because I look at it and stuff as that. Do public apologies hold any weight anymore? The reason why I say that, I want to say, let's talk about the Mario Lopez situation. We didn't talk, we didn't discuss that and stuff with it for a few weeks. Yeah, because I wanted to hear it for myself in its entirety to see where you was coming from. Right, right. And then hear the public apology and stuff for the, the statement that he made and stuff. Right, and I realized and stuff whatever that like. Well, for, for the folks that don't know, Mario Lopez, he made a comment about transgender and homosexual children, saying that, I'm paraphrasing, that, you know, as children, they're a little too young to be deciding for themselves yeah. about if they're going to be gay or straight or not, whatever, at a certain time. And I agree with him. I agree. And it's not, it's not in, a, in a bad way and stuff, but I agree with him to the fact that, like, half and half. Why I say I sat on the fence stuff with it, with it, because it's like... Some people, I have gay friends and stuff, whatever, that say, they ju- you just know. You just know, right. You're born that way, whatever, right? Right. Like, like some real Gaga shit, whatever. You're really just born that way and stuff, whatever. And there's some times and stuff, whatever, like when we look at like R. Kelly. Right. Look, look at yeah. a situation like R. Kelly and stuff, whatever. Uh, that girl, she should have known that, you know, that was having sex with R. Kelly, the, the young girl at the time. Yes. She should have knew that sleeping with an older dude and stuff, whatever, was wrong, or even let him pee on her and stuff, whatever, everything like that, right? Yes. But she still took part in the matter, and we don't hold her accountable. We hold the adult accountable, R. Kelly. Right. That's, yes. just, that's just a scenario. Yes. So we put the choice more on the adult. I guess the person who's older or the per, the parental figure or yes. guardian to say they're not allowed to say if the kid should be, you know, gay or straight or trans, then, but aren't kids still kids? That's the reason why they need parental guardians to make the decisions? And I think it's, in certain situations, it's tricky and in others, it's, Easy peasy? It's it's an easy peasy, right? So mm-hmm. with in regards to R. Kelly and the minor, 
you could almost look at it as her, even though she may not, or, or even though she may know it's wrong, mm-hmm. she may believe in participating in this act will make her more adult-like. Getting peed on? Oh, with the, with the whole the whole sexual act itself uh, might think, make her. I think it might. I think she might think it came with fame because I remember like the whole thing. She was a young rapper or a young artist trying to come up in a game. Of course, so and, I think, and you're right. And and so with that being said, now there's there's motives behind her doing it, but she's also she also could probably look at it as, oh, this is the dude that really sang "Age Is Not a Number," or you know who helped the girl sing "Age Is Not a Number." He was a part of that, right? And you know, age may be just the number. So now I'm thinking on this type of lines. And maybe outside of me being only 14, I consider myself to be a more mature person than 14. 14 going on 40? Yeah. So let All me right. carry on with this, with this adult app because I consider myself an adult. Right? Right. Right or wrong, it could be that type of thinking. And then it's it could be the the act you can now look at it as maybe the adults of the sorry, the actions of the adults leading up to this person having that type of thinking. When so, you're a kid mm-hmm. of the age of and I'm and I'm not I'm not knowing what what age Mario is 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 pinpointing this at like about five years old ish. Five. There's a, there's a big difference between five and fourteen, right? Yeah. At five, you ain't even know what type of toys you want to play with. I don't think you know how to wipe your ass properly. You, you probably don't know how to wipe your ass yeah. properly. You probably still pee yourself. You know. You ain't need R. Kelly for that. No drip drip drip. Right. So. Here's the situation. And not only that is at that age, you're very influential. Absolutely. So somebody could tell you something that you're probably not. And you can think, well, if this person is telling me this, then I must be. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful the amount of uh, freedom that we, we, we allow them to have. Because... They not necessarily know themselves. Now, not to say it. Now, it, in a situation where it's transgendered, I think you kind of have to let the kid decide themselves. Yeah, when they come to an older age. Yeah, like when they, when they come to an older age and stuff, whatever. Because if I look at it like this. I guess I might be that kind of different type of parent and stuff, whatever. But like, you know, if I'm living with my woman and my son is there, right? And let's say he's like four or five years old and he probably used to seeing my woman and stuff, whatever, like carry her purse on her arm. Yeah. And he snatches up her purse and stuff and throws on his arm. I'm not going to be like, stop that. That's gay. It'd be like, you know, put down the purse. That's that's my main thing. Be like, yo, put down the purse. That's not yours. Right. Whatever, right? If he comes to like, you know, from he's doing at age five, and then we fast forward to age 15, if he's in mind and body and stuff to say like, you know, this is, he likes the coach purse and he's just throwing it on the shoulder and stuff, whatever. 
he's in more of a situation to kind of understand the stuff, whatever. That it's not just like a toy. This is more like a part of who he may be. Well, maybe I'm thinking of the term wrong. When when we say transgendered, yeah, like right? you're planning to change sex. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm so I'm I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the term I'm thinking of the term wrong. What is it when you're born with both body parts? Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. Okay. So in a situation of them being a hermaphrodite. Pause. Pause. Real quick. I always want to tell you this joke and stuff, whatever. That's why I'm like fucking iPhones and shit, whatever. The autocorrect. Yeah. One of my boys supposed to come over, play video games one day. He said he's going to bring some ice cold Heinekens over. Autocorrect made us say hermaphrodites. I told that nigga to stay outside and keep his six (laughs) ice cold hermaphrodites to his goddamn self. But continue. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> okay. So in a okay, right. Okay. So in a situation where they're hermaphrodites, yeah, then I believe you gotta let the child decide choose what what gender they want to rock. How with. early? Early as possible. Yeah, because only I think only them will know. I, I I think you can't say, hey, you're gonna be a boy. Like that. What's the TLC show? I am Jazz. Yeah. That. She's a young hermaphrodite, I think, with both parts. Right. I don't know. If, I, I don't watch the show, but I, I think that she has to come to a point where she has to choose, and I think that you know she might choose to be a girl. Yeah. I think you. I think you gotta let that individual choose who they want to be. At, what like I'm saying? What? Give me an age range and stuff, whatever. Like teenage years. But I even think earlier. I'll even think earlier than that because if the, they're probably gonna show tendencies to either or. I say cut the dick off. You say cut the dick off? I mean, that's, it's like, that's just me. I say cut the dick off and just, just roll with a tomboy. What if you cut the dick off and then later on that person decided they wanted to be a boy? But that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I feel like I won't do that type of... I won't make that choice for them. I'll let, I'll let them make that choice in teenage yeah. years. So I'm but not, it might be too late in teenage it, years if they cut the dick off. I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't know. Because that's what I'm saying. At teenage years and stuff, whatever... You'd be like, yo, dad, I can't go to like, you know, the gym class and everything without people looking at me a type of way or me feeling a type of way. People be like, yo, yeah. how do you feel on the spectrum? That's a conversation that me and my child and stuff would have to have and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. And like if I had the conversation and stuff, whatever, well, I kind of lean more towards this than that. And, you know, like that's the kind of conversation and stuff that's going on. Or, I mean, if we, you know, I'm like, I don't want to be a fucked up type of parent, but I look at something like, yo, how big is the dick? You're like, you know, if your dick is only like two inches, it don't make sense because you're going to live a rough life with a two inch dick. I wonder in hermaphrodites, when when do they become conscious of what they lean more towards? If it's the female side of things or if it's it's the male side of things. I think people's side is different though because remember, you could have a, play this, you could have a, I don't say quote unquote normal or or a kid born with just like say a little girl. Right. You can have a little girl who's probably like age seven and the old soul thing would kick in. Like this girl will operate and function like she's freaking 30 years old. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you have a child like that and everything and then you go ask the kid and stuff something like that, whatever. If they, they're like, you know, they're young hermaphrodite and stuff at age seven with an old soul, be like, what do you feel like you gravitate more towards to and stuff, whatever. And like, they're like, yo, I like the pee standing up. Or with the piece sitting down, whatever, right? And then I'm mm. like, uh, okay, that's a start. Let's weigh out some pros and cons. Yeah, whatever, right? And I'm like, do you feel comfortable with riding with both until then? You're like, no, I prefer the piece standing up. Then, 
Right, right. You're like, okay, well, mommy and daddy have to hopefully decide, help you decide and stuff, whatever, if this is the choice you want to make now. Right. Whatever, right? Because if they're an old soul like that and everything, then we just run with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's still their choice. Now, the take backs and everything and stuff, whatever, or the regret aspect and stuff, whatever, they're, because they're old soul, it's just kind of like they just have to deal with that, I guess, later on in life. But my thing and stuff is that I don't want to, I don't want to be the type of parent to put the restraints on my child, like even my son. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything and stuff for her to help discourage or downplay my son. Yeah. I'll let him know the reality of life and everything. Like, you know, I don't, daddy don't believe in perfect attendance awards because everybody's not a fucking winner. Right. However, these are the choices and stuff for her you have to make and you have to, you know, go through life and stuff forever as a decent human being possible, have manners and respect. Yeah. And help provide in your society and etch a way for yourself for you. Yeah, those yeah. are my main things as a parent that I just want to make sure I have for my son. Right. So if he makes a decision and stuff, whatever, I look at him like your boss. If it doesn't affect those core things that I want for you, yeah, carpet the hell out of the damn DM. Yeah, seize the fucking day. So if that's your choice and stuff, whatever, that's your choice. Because at the end of the day and stuff, whatever, I'm not the type of parent to hold you back and everything. I'm gonna help try to guide you. But I can't control you because you're going to be a kid, like I said, with the Centoya thing. You're yeah. only going to be a kid for oh so long compared to how long you're going to be an adult for. Right, right. From 18 to, like, if God willing, God sparing to, like, 80 years old. Okay. All right. So I'm, so I'm saying with, or with hermaphrodites, I would let, even, even at the, early, the earliest of ages, if a child wants to identify with a certain gender, yeah. then I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm allowed to rock with that, right? Now... With a transgendered argument, you have to go flip flop. I'm like, okay, you were born with these set of tools, right? Mm-hmm. What in your mind? Do you know why, or is there a reason why you? And I guess it's hard with kids to find out why they would identify with something opposite than the tools they that they carry. Right. Right. Now, like I think, you said, we, I, think we, I think one of these days we got to have like a trans person or or, I, or I, a gay person to still come on the show. I think so. And like have this have this same kind of conversation and stuff with them to get that full spectrum. And I stuff think so. Yeah, because because you're a straight man, I'm a straight yeah, man. We can't yeah, wrap our we heads around. Yeah. We can't wrap our heads around. Right. It. So it would that would that's an idea. Right. Um. But again, with that being with that being said, now because we we we're, we're focusing on what Mario said, yeah, right. Um, you don't want to lead a kid to any decision, but again, what makes you believe that the kid is old enough to make an to informed the, decision to make the flip flop from trans to, to be transgender? You're right. You got to be an adult. I'm sorry. My thing and stuff is that straight goods. If you 18, then I'm not going to kick my kid out of the house. Yeah. Whatever, right? You're right. I'm all for it and stuff. With it, but like, when you come to 18 and stuff, with it, I'm going to let you know, like, I'm not for you doing no surgery and stuff such as that now. I'm going to let you know, like, hey, if you turn 18 and stuff, with it, and just miraculously you turn 18 while you're still in high school, and if this is the route you want to go and stuff, with it, this is your adult choice because you're an adult to make this decision. Okay. I'm not gonna make this decision and stuff for it, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna allow you to do it because you still have time to grow and blossom. Because what if you just identify as like a I wanna say like a 
I want to say quote unquote soft kind of dude, right? Yeah. But then I, I have I have gay friends and stuff, whatever. And they're like, hell no, they won't cut their dick off and stuff, whatever, to turn into a woman and everything like whatever. They like their dick. Right. So if you want to be quote unquote soft dude or like gay and stuff, whatever, you don't need to chop the dick off and stuff and go through the whole surgery. You don't need to do no snip. But as I'm saying, if you feel like you want, you identify like that, whatever, that's an adult decision that I cannot make for you. You have to make that you when make, you, you become an adult. Right. Okay. Which is essentially what Mario was saying. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm on the fence with the whole Mario thing because I feel, I kind of understand what he's coming from and stuff with her. But the Candace chick, that's not the person you had the convo. Like I said, like like, like I see, it, we just came to that shit. Like yo, yeah. You had that front in front of somebody who's trans, is somebody who's gay. You know, LGBT community type of member to kind of get a basis of where you come from. Two straight people can't have a a full like. Full out debate. We can under, we can try to question. Yeah, and then some of our listeners and stuff could probably be like, "Oh, you know, maybe y'all looking at it like this way." Or the gay folk, the, you know, the LGBT community who's listening, people be like, "I think you guys are missing how a person might feel, and they right. might list something." Yeah. But yeah. it's still, we're not being ignorant. We're being informed. Yes. So, like, like I said, we're still open to learn. What because particle sons, baby. And 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 what you know, part of the confusion with me and the whole Mario thing was. Is what I mean. What is what? It's it's what has this whole thing led up to? So the apology. Not only the oh. not only the, the the not only the apology, but I'm I'm saying like the the being gender specific and non gender specific has led up to because on some forms they want to do away with gender. Yeah, yeah, right. And some some people are, are actually teaching to. Be whoever you identify with. Yeah. Which could be confusing for a small child. Because if I'm a boy, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to be a girl. So now I start identifying as a girl, right? It may just be a, like I said, a decision at the time, me like just a phase. Ex- ex- a phase of me exploring things. Right. Right? Then I grow up and realize, yo, no, nah, I actually like being a boy. Yeah. So do you flip back? Do you flip back and start, you know, whatever box you checked off as a girl, you start checking that off as a boy? But or that's but you that's start telling like, yourself you identify as a boy? But that, that's the thing. That's somebody under 18. Right, right. Right. And that's what I'm saying. If you're willing to do this adult decision and stuff, whatever, that's an adult step. So if you, at 14, you're a boy, you feel like you could be identifying as a girl, and then let's say, I don't know, heartbreak, heartache, or something like that pop off and everything, and then at 16, you flip back to being a boy and everything like that, whatever, that's all you going through your your phase. Yeah. And that's part of your, you know, children should have like at least some kind of say on where their life is going to go. Right. I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think like when they try to make Mario into a monster, I don't feel like he's a monster and stuff for saying that. Cause I feel like that and stuff for too. Like I said, if you fully feel like you did the boy phase, you went to the girl phase, you went back to the boy, you really feel like girl is where you want to be, that's your adult decision. Yeah. Right then and there. Okay, I, I see, I see what you're saying. That, like that that's just where you just wanna like if you wanna be on that fence and stuff or be on that level and stuff, whatever, that's your adult choice. Okay. So now let's now let's wrap it up. Cause the, the whole question was 
Public apologies, Pu- man. Public apologies. Because he gave the public apologies right. and stuff, he but did, he took back his statement. He and took I wouldn't back take back my statement. I, you know, and if I, but I I'm guess feeling because strongly the extra, about that, extra, like yeah. that shit. I'm feeling strongly about it. I'm not taking back my my public statement. But then again, I'm not in a position where Mario was in. I don't stand to lose whatever he may have stand to lose in making that, you know, in, in, in making that statement. So it becomes now. But it reminds me of the Kevin Hart situation. Like, all right, all right, look at Tyrese. Let's look at Tyrese. Tyrese, yeah. two years ago, 2017, April-ish, he was on the BET thing, and he made a statement about promiscuous women. Okay. Right? Yeah. And he spoke from the soul. Sometimes yeah. I like I like when people speak from the soul. Of course, Because I feel like, 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 I speak from the soul, yeah. so I feel like that person's more relatable to me, human-like. Yeah. Whatever, right? If I feel like some some answers, some words are doctored and everything, I can't really fuck with a person like that. You real recognize real. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like when Tyrese made his statement about promiscuous women and like sluts, scallywags, skeezers, and everything like that and everything, I feel like it came from a real place. Right. When they're like, oh, Amber Rose said you're not supposed to be classifying women and stuff as those type of things and stuff. It's their choice, their choice. Once again, I want to apologize. My name is Tyrese Gibson and everything like that. And you issued a statement and stuff for that. I'm like... Started backpedaling. Yeah. You speak on your real or your truth. And then you take this shit back and throw an apology because you're... Yo, there's going to be repercussions to what you're saying. Regardless, we have a podcast. I say some shit on here and everything, whatever. Yeah. And if somebody feel a type of way and stuff about what I might say and everything and stuff... They have all right to cuss me. They have all right to get in my grill. They have all right to Twitter finger some shit and stuff, whatever. That yeah. boy Sofa, he be saying some bullshit. But I mean, we're allowed that luxury because we are our own bosses on this podcast. Right. And but- there's nobody to look down on us and say, hey, um, you know, the network is catching a lot of heat from what you guys are saying. We're going to need you to, you know, form an apology or else we're going to let you go. And I think that's what I thought. I think that's what, what some of these people are caught up in that situation where, you know, they may lose their livelihood. Yep, 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 yep. And I get that. But we remember, we had a discussion on the podcast already. Integrity or money. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Integrity or money. And that's what I'm saying. If you know the type of person that you are and stuff, or that I know the person, mind, sound, body, and stuff of who I am, me being marvelous and everything like that, whatever, me being just Marv, and everything and stuff, whatever. I have to know for a fact that, like, you know what? If me being me might be a problem, might be okay now, it might be a problem to future peoples. Yeah. I need to carve a way to know for a fact that this is for a set amount of time and I need to make other ventures and other things and stuff for this so it doesn't fuck with my money and I still keep my integrity. Well, this is the, well, the funny thing about it is this is why rich people don't give a shit what they say. Man, give me 50 mil, I tell you how I feel. Flat the fuck out. If I have 50 mil right now and stuff, whatever. Yo, Rich people I don't might give come a on fuck. This, I might come on this podcast and stuff, whatever. Stone Cold Steve Austin might be playing, okay? I might have an all straight video, just me middle fingers up. I might, no, I might just put like a little middle finger right in front of the microphone and stuff, whatever. <laughs> and just go at it, whatever. And just, that's the bottom line. Because Sofa King said so, you know, and shatter the glass. And just not give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have 50 mil. Right, yeah. But I don't. I'm etching my way to that level and stuff, whatever, and everything like whatever. But yet and still, I know how I am as a person, and my my goal and stuff with with people and stuff with is to not incite, is to inform. And we all have different points of view and stuff whatever in the world. One hundred percent. So at the end of the day and stuff whatever, I'm giving you my point of view and stuff whatever. 
and this is just how I feel. And I'm telling you, it's not coming from malicious place. That's the most I can say in an apology. If I was to, I'm like, look, it didn't come from malicious place. I'm sorry. What do you mean by that? I, I said what I said. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't come from malicious or a dark place and stuff. Whatever. No, it's just, That's it. If it's you just, can't take it's that. It's just my personal thoughts. Yeah. If you can't take that and stuff, I don't know what to tell you. Same thing with Kevin Hart with the, with the whole Oscar situation and stuff, whatever. Right. He said his jokes and stuff, whatever. It was in a joke manner. And he's like, yo, it's not, it's not come from a malicious place. And then he apologized and stuff and said like, yo, it didn't come from a dark place. And then they're like, okay, well, I guess we can let him slide. And he's like, no. You guys are going to fuck up my integrity and stuff because I'm a comedian yeah, and I yeah. came from a non-malicious place and you guys kind of take that and stuff for this. So you guys wanted a full formal apology and he's like, well, I'm going to give you this much and no, I'm not giving you nothing else because you guys don't fuck up my integrity. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, and it's, it's funny when you look at, you know, profession like comedy. Yeah. And start putting the boundaries and limits on comedy mm-hmm. where comedy is almost pretty much limitless because they fuck with everybody in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. So to say, oh, they're picking on the the gay community. No, nah, they, you know, we pick on the black community too. We pick on the white community too. We're equal opportunists, but because you're offended yeah. of my stance, or not even my stance, my, my, my comedy when I'm based upon a certain race, creed, or orientation, mm-hmm. now you're going to say something. You weren't mad when I was cracking the jokes about the black people. No, 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 no. You weren't mad when I was cracking the jokes about the white people. No. But as soon as I started cracking jokes upon you- Problems. 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 That, that's what that's what tends to happen and stuff whatever so often and everything like that, right? So that's what I'm like, yo, just speak your truth, stand your ground, and let people know it's not coming from malicious or dark place. And that's it. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like public apologies and stuff whatever don't hold no weight in my world no more, because that's exactly what it is. They speak their truth, and as soon as somebody has a problem with, oh, I do want to say I'm sorry. This is my sorry for 2004. I'm like, Yo, you said what you said, and you didn't mean it in a malicious. Like when I heard Mario Lopez's like voice and everything, I heard the real deal. Yeah, it didn't come off like a rant. I might come off as a rant at times, or whatever. But he said in a monotone voice and a monotone matter. It didn't sound like it came he from was malicious just, place. He was just speaking his truth. Speaking his truth. He wasn't trying to force his opinion on anybody else. He was just giving his opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So that's how I look at it and stuff. I'm like, yo, this issue, your public apology, it's not really needed because they're not holding any weight to me no more, whatever, because everybody's just like, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 I'll say this and then I'm sorry. Yeah. Blah, 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 and I'm sorry. Like, yo, everybody does it. I'm tired of it, man. But like I said, I don't think, hope, but my opinion. They do the Ruben stutter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they remixed it, whatever. What happened to Ruben? He's he sorry. Was, he, he was sorry he went skinny because <laughs> he used to be a big boy and he just. Shrunk down. Yeah. He's 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 uh, just went slim and that was it. Was slim wasn't in for him. Slim wasn't in, man. Some, some women like teddy bears, man. I had yeah. a chick. I had a chick tell me stuff one day. She's like, "Marv, you're a little dude, man. Can't really rock with you." She, I like my men on the heavier side. I'm like, yeah. I was like, okay. She's like, I like my man heavy with a beard. I'm like, you looking for Ross? She's like, yeah. I'm like, she's looking for a boss. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm like, okay. 
Yo, let me touch on this Mia Khalifa thing real quick. Because I know it's on your mind. Mia Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. Mia Khalifa. She's, still. On, she's on my mind. She's probably on a lot of a lot of men's minds. I don't know. I think her porn was kind of whack you to me. So? I don't know. I don't want to say. I think she's the, a cute chick. I think the first one I ever seen her in was at Monster Dicks. Oh, you saw her in Monster Dicks? Yeah, she oh, was okay. in Monster Dicks. I, I don't say. Like, I feel like. I believe she. I believe that was her. I could be mistaken. I don't know, right? I could be. She got the tits. She got a cute smile. She ain't got no ass. Nah, nah, she ain't got no ass. But I mean, yeah, she all that and stuff, whatever. She said she made twelve racks, twelve thousand and stuff for them from working in porn. You believe her? Just from, just from acting. Just just from, just from acting. Um, and that was within the. I think I said. I think she said she had um, a short industry. Like yeah, three. I think she said three months. Yeah. Within three the three months of her doing porn, she made the the twelve racks. Yeah. Yeah, I could believe that. Okay. I could believe that. I think the industry is exploiting to those who don't know the business. Every industry is like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's not it's it's not far fetched that she could have only made twelve racks. No, no, no. I'm not, not twelve racks is good. For three months, twelve three, racks. Three, three, is- Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, 12 racks is like four G's a month. Yeah, yeah. Four G's a month. Some people don't even make four G's a month, nah. whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's pretty damn awesome. Whatever, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that, whatever. What I'm saying is like, yeah, like, if we believe her and stuff like that, because, you know, I looked at it and stuff as that, yeah, she's a rookie coming on the scene and everything like that, whatever. But I feel like not just the industry, but other things and stuff like that could kind of catapult her to make some more money and stuff, whatever, right? Like, just like the, what is it, the flashlight shit, isn't that considered in the porn world? Like, if somebody yeah, says, you're yeah. a porn star, you make a damn a scene and stuff, and they say, they like your dick. Right. And then they said they want to make a mold of your dick and start making some vibrators on that. Yeah. Isn't that from kind of porn, though? And they got like the not, the, the not your average Joseph vibrator? Okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Yo, why not? But, but then, okay, so here's the thing. You gotta make sure you're in on the licensing agreement in order to say you're gonna yeah, make the, some extra yeah, money the, the, off of that, right? But do you wouldn't be in that position unless you were because of porn. No, you wouldn't be in that position be, because uh, of, yeah, unless right. of porn. Like right. they're not taking Joe Schmo off the street, like they're not hollering at me like, hey Marv, we need you to come in and so we get your but dick see, mold. But, but see, this is but here, this is what we where we tend to forget where a lot of things happens happens within the rights you you keep and rights that you give away because let's say the first porno video you do right mm-hmm. they say okay before we get started I'm gonna need you to you know sign on the dotted line saying that we can use your image and likeness where uh, does your image and likeness start and, and where does your image and likeness stop right right because. I could be signing away saying, yeah, all right, this is, this is cool. You can use my image and likeness. Thinking only the porno, right? Mm-hmm. And back of their heads, they could be thinking the fleshlight. They could be thinking the dildo. They could be thinking all these things that now, after I'm um, said and done that scene, they're not going to market with stuff like that. And now uh, I can't make no money because I've already signed, signed away. away. 
my likeness. Stay your ass in fucking school, read something, man. You got to read these contracts, we, man. We, this is what I'm saying. You know, a lot of these people get exploited because they don't know what they're getting into. And it's just not, it's not only the porn business happens, in the music business everywhere. happens happens. Everywhere. everywhere come on man it's, it's the power the business your main concern is stuff whatever look if we hire somebody and stuff right now to work for us right yeah we're looking what benefits us of course and we're looking to probably do it like to minimum cost and all the above of course. exactly yeah that's business yeah that's how business stuff whatever works so that's what i'm saying like you as a person stuff or you as an employee you have to look at what's on the best line for you Right. That's why they have Ministry of Labor. And this is why the they Department have... of Labor. Well, this is why they also have lawyers to negotiate shit. Well, come on, you're you're a fresh. I'm about to say you're a fresh chick. I don't want to play you like that, whatever. But like you know, you're a fresh young lad jumping off the scene and stuff, whatever. Like you know, you're like 18, 19 in Porno Valley and stuff, whatever. And they're I'm, like, I'm Dick Cardigan. Oh yeah, you're Dick Cardigan. I'm Dick Cardigan. You're Dick Cardigan. And they're like, yo, that you know, you got you know, girls tell you, you got a big dick and everything like, that, and you can play the part, whatever. We're going to put you in some of these movies and stuff. Have you ever did it in a movie before? You're like, no. You're like, okay. They're going to put a fresh contract in front of you and stuff, whatever, for the name and all that type of stuff. You're right. not going to read? You're just going to sign away because you know your dick's big and you're going to fuck chicks? Hey, and this, well, this is part of the problem. What if I'm coming from absolutely no money and with this contract, they slide about... 12 racks in front of my face. All right, Sebastian Salon. Do your thing. You might not read the contract. Some people might not read the contract, man. That happens to niggas all the time in the music business. And that's what I'm saying. And like they're the fault. They're they can't blame nobody but, but themselves. themselves. But themselves. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, it might take you three to four minutes to read that thing that might screw you over for the rest of your damn life. Right. What is three to four minutes and stuff compared to like, you know what I'm saying? And music industry like publication, you're you're owning your masters and all that type of stuff, whatever. Or this way, you could probably own all your movies. I don't know. I had industry and stuff works. Yeah, we should get a porn star on the show too. So we get, we're looking for a trans person. We're looking for a porn star and stuff to kind of fill in some blanks for us. Right, right, whatever. Right. So I mean, that's how it is. So that's what I'm just taking into mind. Well, I mean, kudos to her because right after that, she's I mean, she's transitioned over into. You know, becoming a, a legitimate actor and, you know, doing stuff um, in front of the TV that's not porn related. So, you, you know, she's in front of the screens. She's doing this, that. and the th- Let me ask you something, because, mm-hmm. you know, outside of the entertainment mm-hmm. business, which this would most likely fall underneath, right? Mm-hmm. We have um, professions, and we also have um, your general workers. Okay. And within professions and and the general workers, no, no matter what type of, you know, what no what matter what type of industry it is, you have unions. Yeah. Right? Right. All right. So let's jump back into the the entertainment aspect. If you're in film and television, you have unions. Uh, um, right. I'm not sure what they're what they're called. You you got an idea? Um, well, it depends I, where where they are. Where you're at, right? Well, yeah, it depends where you are. I know. I know. In 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 Canada is Actra, I believe. 
Yeah. And Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, Radio. Okay, okay. Um, is it the same thing in the US or? It's about the same, but it's um, Af- SAG-AFTRA. So Screen Actors Guild America Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Okay. Now, in a situation where you're just an extra on the screen, I don't think you need to join any of those organizations. And you, it's probably to the to benefit of you because you're probably only going to be an extra maybe one or two times. You ain't want nobody to dip into your your, your little extra paycheck no, you, and you, take whatever they, they, you can, they... You can build up. You can work up. So you, can, you can work up. Some people work up to right. it, right? I think, though, once you have like a... Uh, Speaking role or any type of you know you know audible role that's within that film, I think I think then now you have to become a part of one of those one of those unions. Okay. My question is, if you're making more than a uh, uh, mm-hmm. noise and porn, and actually have a speaking part. Should that allow you to become a part of one of these organizations? Yeah. See, I'm still on the fence. I'm on the fence with that. Kind Be- of, because I want to say you're talking, right? Yeah. And most porn goes straight to DVD and Blu-ray and everything like that, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that go straight to Blu-ray to and things Blu-ray stuff, and, and those people yeah. still part of it and yeah, stuff as yeah, well. So yeah. that's what I'm saying, like, I see some of that. Like I said, I, I I'm on, I'm with that. But I want to say, like, if, like, you know, it's like somebody, you know, pizza man knock at the door, do you order pizza with extra sausage and then the porno kick in? Yeah. You just had that one hot take. Do you really need to be part of the unions because you just had that one hot take? Well, I don't know. Well, because you're on another movie and stuff, whatever, knocking on the door. Heard you broke up with your boyfriend. What 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 if you do the pizza man knocks twice? Shit, that's a lot of extra sauce on the damn pizza. A lot, of, a lot of sausage. No, not even a lot of sausage. There's a lot of sauce and stuff, whatever, right? Because I'm like, yo, the pizza man knocks twice. You're doing fall ups and everything and stuff, whatever. That means you're shooting a lot of secret sauce everywhere, then. Yeah. So you're shooting sauce in part one and part two. Well, I mean, the reason why I ask is because I'm sure that you know the actors' unions protect actors. Against certain things yeah, like we but, see happening yeah, but we know to the Mayas and the whoever else only got 12 grand out of porn, whatever. The Mias, oh. The Mias. I was the about Mias. to say, what, Maya the singer got a porn? I'm like, I watched that shit. Wasn't there some Maya that had a porn out there? Wasn't there one of the, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I, could be, I could be wrong. Oh, I, I could be wrong. Say, no, Maybe but, just be a, you know, one of them sex tapes that slipped. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, me, I look at it and stuff is that, like, we know the industry. I want to say, the main thing we do know and stuff for that is that. Once you cross over to porn, yeah. it's very, very hard for you to cross back over. It's only a select few of porn stars and stuff. You could probably find maybe within, I want to say, let's say from the 70s to now, how many made that cross over and stuff for there from porn industry to main line, streamline industry and stuff, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Sasha Gray was one. She was on Entourage and stuff, whatever. Uh, Mia Khalifa, I guess, with the whole thing and stuff with her working for um, common um, complex sports. Yes, and doing some sports stuff, whatever. Like yeah. certain people and stuff. They're kind of like, once you go going into that world, you're blacklisted and stuff, whatever, and you're not looked the same. So I don't think the right. unions will back that up. Mm, okay, I, I see what you're saying. 
So that's where I feel and stuff for them. Like I kind of see like you know if you're dropping a one two hot take and everything like that, that side of the world might not take you seriously and stuff for there because they're looking like you know compared to somebody who's probably like you know Shakespearean it out. Like I went to Julianne School of the Arts, learned these lines and everything like that. Whatever. Look, Samuel Jackson had a problem with rappers playing in movies. This is true. He had a problem with act like like rappers playing actors. They're Still learning the roles, the words, the timing, the delivery, all the above, just like regular, degular, hardworking actors. And he had a problem with it and stuff, whatever, at the time. Listen. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you have a porn star and stuff, whatever, that's just dropping like two hot takes. Imagine a man like Samuel Jackson, you're like, this motherfucker is motherfucking, motherfucking stupid. This motherfucker is, he'll go off. Yeah. How many out there know that Arnold Schwarzenegger started off in porn? No, I heard that. I, I kind of live for that type of stuff. I am the king of perverts. I got to rock my title. Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sylvester Stallone used to live in a... He, to, he was homeless with his dog. See, so... And he had to, he had to, he had to do the porn to kind of make some change. This, this this is the come up stories, man. Maybe, I mean, it, this, so it's not to say that you can't get some actors from, you know, the whole the whole porn side of things. Maybe you can. Maybe if you just give I'm not them a saying, chance. But I'm, saying, you, you, I'm not saying you can't, but that's what I'm saying. The rarity, like if you look at it and stuff, whatever, let's say you go on, I don't know if they might be like a, a porn IMDB. Yeah. And think about all the porn actresses, you, actors and actresses you've seen from 2018 and stuff, whatever, to like 2019, like in August. Right. right? Then see if you can run the search and stuff for who is still active in the porn industry. Yeah. And where are they now? Yeah. But don't you think it's kind of unfair though? Because it's I, not right. I, 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 I seen porno movies where, where the, the porno stars act better than actors in other movies. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, but then again, like, it's to that, to that realm and that world with it because I tell everybody, yo, give it your best. Point blank, period. Do your best. I'm trying to be the one of the best podcasters and stuff out here when I when I come on this mic. You For know sure, one hundred percent. I'm gonna be the best on whatever I do and stuff. Whatever, I'm gonna be a good friend to the best friend to you. I'm gonna like do play my role and stuff to the best. So if you're gonna be into this porn role and stuff, whatever, be the best. Be the best. Be the you best. Be. If you're gonna be a, a I want to say like a little, I want an indie film little. Five, six liner kind of person, be the best you can be with the five, six lines. If you're going to be in a play and you only have like two lines, be the best in that play. If but, you're a porno star and you're delivering that pizza, say that line the very best you can. Exactly. I came so with that's the extra sausage. It, once you know you've done your best, not, nobody else can take that away from you. Yeah. You yeah. don't need validation. I don't feel like you don't need validation. No, you don't. You, don't. you, you, no, you so don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, it's not, life is not fair. Life is not fair. And that's what I'm saying. Like, pertaining to the children and stuff again, like... Sweetheart, or hey, my prince, life ain't fair. Well, listen, I mean, we hope that uh, you would be able to, um, you know, get a little a better just desserts uh, for your participation in porn. He cares. I don't really care. Um, well, I, I prefer I, your porn work. I, I mean, I'm not really watching for your acting ability. If I if I'm to be, 100%. I kind of do. I like you in the porn world. I told you, I like my porn with storyline. You like so your porn with storyline? I told you, I like my porn with storyline. So if you come with the proper shit and stuff, whatever, and be like, yo, this assignment was due on my desk at such and such time, and the guy's like, please, I can't afford to lose his job, and the 
the boss, she hikes up her skirt and she don't got no panties on and stuff. And I'm like, look, they took time to put words in this porn. You have to appreciate on the fantasy or the fictional scenario. Right, right. I'm a fan of that. But if you want to go from taking off your clothes to be on the episode of Law and Order where you're fully clothed and stuff, and I'm like, come on, I liked you better <laughs> in the other scenes, whatever, you know? HR uh, rep. So yeah, that, that's, that's okay. me. Okay, all right. That's okay. me. Let me ask you a question then. Sure. Could you be a porn star? I probably could have in my younger days. I don't think I could be a porn star right now. Why not? I had too much responsibilities hanging. Too much of a recognizable face. I don't like how you say hanging. Like, what you say, like, your dick's just hanging and shit like that. Did your dick get bigger? And before, like, you know, it was probably one, some set amount of inches, then it just went to, like, a foot long? Now? You know, it's, it's possible. All right. It's, it's possible. It. You know what I mean? But back in the younger days, I mean... And you know what's so funny about it? And, and this is one of the things that I was going to ask... I was going to ask you uh, following up with the whole, you know, union question. And we're saying, we're, I mean, we're basically saying nah, but do you think it might be, it might ever come to a point where it might be accepted? Because porn today is way more accepted than it was when I was growing up. Yeah. And that's probably due to the, the access of it, um, the liberation of women, um, sex not being as taboo as it was before, mm-hmm. uh, all of these things uh, combined to a more openness. And I don't think it's going to go back to its closed-mindedness. I probably think anything is going to be more open. I don't think it's going to digress, but I don't think it's going to happen and stuff for the, like no time soon. The reason why I say the no time soon and stuff for the, I want to say the powers that be right now, when they get ready to shift over powers and stuff like that, whatever, they're going to probably have a few things kind of set in. I always tell people and stuff, whatever, if you want the bullshit to stop, you have to come back three generations later. Mm. So if way back when and stuff, whatever, racism was at an all-time high, I want to say when a level of like colored water fountains, whites only, colors only and stuff, three generations later from that and stuff, whatever, we're going and eating at the same damn restaurant, drinking from the same damn water fountain. So whatever issue you may have and stuff whatever, three generations later, that's just subject to change. So I'm okay and stuff with that happening and stuff whatever now, but like I don't think it's gonna happen like no time close. Thirty years, maybe, possibility, if I'm still here. Yeah. Kicking and chopping it up and stuff whatever. Yeah, it might happen and stuff whatever. I'm thinking I'm thinking less than thirty years. We'll see. I mean, that, that, that's I'm thinking less than thirty years. I'm thinking because uh, to, to what you're saying is right, but that. That 30-year point, yeah. I think that would have been the argument 10 years ago. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like you got HBO shows where they're showing full nudity, like Game of Thrones. Well, this is what, like. this is what I'm saying. But they're like, not showing penetration, though. But this is what I'm saying. How far are we from, pren- from penetration? They showing you all the all the all the styles, all the positions. Look, listen, man. The powers that be, I'm telling you, they're not gonna hide that shit, man. You you can be optimistic and stuff you want, thinking you don't have to pay for a porn channel. You just have to pay for the HBO subscription, which is cheaper. Right. Porn subscription might be like thirty dollars a month for one channel, or twenty nine dollars a month for a channel. How you know so much? I, I do my research, man. You King of perverts, research? man. Okay. I do my perverts. And then you have an HBO subscription stuff for like maybe like include the HBO to go and everything might be like what twelve dollars a month? Yeah. To be like, yo, if you want full penetration action for like, you know, the twelve bucks a month or whatever, they can they can probably kick up your HBO pricing. 
But I mean, at the same token, we're also saying that porn is much more now than just the sex scenes. You got complex storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and it's, I'm not downplaying that. So it's not like you know, it's not it's it's not like a situation where they just up and fucking. No, there's 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 really there's storylines behind Acting, a lot of CGI, these things. All that type of a shit. A lot yeah. of things is going into the whole production side of things, right? Right. And with that being with that being said, I mean, it's possible to make a Game of Thrones series in porn where they actually showing the whole full Monty scenes and it still be considered porn but only porn with a storyline yeah that's possible okay so then now we're at that we're at that threshold where people we're could be watching the, it we're not at that point yet Politely. we're not at that point because about to say but I'm saying if we get to that point now we're at that threshold where people are watching may not even be watching for the porn but they may, may actually be watching for the story scene but they like porn me me, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm the rarity. You're the rarity? I'm the rarity. You think you're the rarity. I, but like this, I want to say, like, I, don't, I had a poll like that and stuff on my thing. If I, I'm going to resurrect the poll and bring it back as the particle sunside. Yes. And I had that question and stuff for them. Like, do you watch porn for the storyline or do you watch porn for the fucking? Yeah. And it was probably 3%. Said for the fucking. For, for the fucking. Guess who was the 3%? You're sitting right next to the motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody else is like, porn is serving a purpose. You watch it, you rub one out, you shut it off, you go to your bed, or you go have a sandwich. Yeah, That's what everybody said what porn and stuff was about. Now, the other people that probably feel like me didn't see that poll and stuff for that, then by all means. And if I do that poll again, it might subject to change. Might, might stuff subject to change. But that's what I'm saying. There's still a rarity of those type of people. Because people throw that, if they're going to throw on the porn, it's going to serve a purpose and stuff, whatever. And they're not there to for the whole storyline glitz and gamer. I'm there because I want to know for a fact, whatever, that... In the animated fictional world that I have going on in my head, yeah, something like this, it might be a far stretch hypothetical, but yeah. it still can pop off. Yeah, yeah, it still can be, it still can pop off. Like play this. I'm not snitching on nobody, and they know me too. Movements and stuff going on, whatever. But I'm just saying, I'm at work one day, legit, real work. Yeah, minding my business stuff, whatever. At my computer, and a woman came in. And started giving me a massage on my neck. And I'm like, oh, this feels kind of good and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, right there. So I'm like, lower. And then she kind of moved her hand, kind of lower down my back. Yeah. So I'm like, be careful. This is how porno starts. Yeah. Right? And she started <laughs> laughing and stuff for that. But I'm like, a porn? Can, uh, that could be a full porn scene next time. Of course. 100%. Exactly. 100%. We're one-on-one in my office and stuff, doing my damn thing. She's doing that. And she goes lower. And then, cue the music. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let, that's why I don't mind the storyline because the same hypothetical bullshit you guys might look at, I look at it like it could happen. Right. But I, I guess what I guess what has me along the lines of thinking of of this being able to enter that realm is because we're not there yet, man. You can say that, but we're not there yet. Okay, we're not there yet, but but also we're we're in a time now where there's a lot of females directing porn. Absolutely. Where before it was a, a male, that side of the, the camera was male dominated. Right? How long ago was that? 20 years. 20 years. I was about to say Diane DeVoe, if you guys know who Diane DeVoe is, whatever. Yeah. It's a black booty, little thick chick and stuff, whatever. She helped put Justin Slayer on. Right. Right? Yeah. And she was directing the stuff, whatever, then when she put Justin Slayer on yeah. before he got his shit. And yeah. That's like over 10 years ago. Okay. 
So well, this is what I'm saying with the with the with the. I look at it stuff as from ten years back. This is when we're, we're starting to starting to slowly see this change because now this, this episode should be called from porn to, to porn or not to porn. That's the question. Because <laughs> now and and you speak and you if you speak with a lot of the female directors, their whole thing is. They want to add the story side to it because yeah, so they it gives think, you a more of a uh, I want to say a, a feminine woman's right, touch, and I'm not downplaying right, that. Right, but right. what I'm saying, what I'm saying, the stuff is that even if it's like a bootleg Game of Thrones thing or HBO, yeah, we're we're in a world right now, smooth. I feel like look at Sansa, Sansa on Game of Thrones, she got raped, yes, right by. Ramsey. Yes. If you ain't seen Game of Thrones stuff, whatever, 1-800-MY-BAD. I done fucked up your world. We should have jumped on. Everybody else jumped Listen, on the man, bandwagon. You should have seen it by now. Right. But that's what I'm saying. When she got raped and everything, they didn't show it. No. You just heard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. From like, yes, rape is wrong. But even on some cases and stuff, whatever, like when they get to like a, a real fucking scene and stuff on Game of Thrones. Yeah. They don't show dude eating cooch or they might show like a, a insinuation of like going down yeah. or the sex starting yeah. and then they do a cutscene, Yeah. Whatever, right? Now if they do like the whole shadow type of thing and stuff, whatever, for like like a good three, four minutes and stuff to insinuate these are positions that probably popped off, yeah. we're closer to the world you're thinking. Right. Until then and stuff, whatever, we're still far away from it, whatever. Yes, we're better in time where before you might see one, two random titties in the 70s and stuff to now you're seeing... For Bush, but, pubic but, hair. But there's, but there's a lot of scenes that I see today, in what that mimic the softcore porn that I used to watch the yesteryear, yeah. where they show no full penetration, yeah. but they show all the movements. They show the what the look, okay. Name how, a how, name a mainstream movie, not a Skinamax porno. How, not how a, far back? How far back was Belly? Belly was 1996. Okay. Yeah. So think about the scene with where Nas was fucking his woman, nah, with Nas not fucking TV and, and X was fucking chick. Right, right. That was softcore porn. Yes. Right, but okay. There's a lot of scenes in TV shows today that mimic that. But it's okay. That's theater, movie theater. Right. Facts. Right. To DVD. Right. Yeah. That's not HBO. TV series style. No, nah, but if you're watching... So, okay. Oh, man. I can't remember the name of the, this TV show that this girl put me on to. Euphoria? Where, it wasn't Euphoria. It was with... Because um, Euphoria is a wild show. This is, I, 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 I pray for a lot of parents. I pray for my damn self. I'm glad I don't have a girl. <laughs> I've I, I seen listen, Euphoria and I pray I don't have listen, a little girl. Some of these shows that these women are watching, the scenes are softcore porn. I'm not disputing that. But that's what I'm saying. Right. In the in the world like Euphoria and stuff like whatever, people looking at it like, yo, what the fuck? Oh my gosh, this 14-year-old girl is doing what? These kids are that wild? But then at the end of the day, they'll shoot down like kids. Yeah. Remember them oh, back in the movie, the was banned? Kids? Yeah, yeah. And they look like, yo, it's along the realms of kids. Right. The same person who helped direct and stuff and write Euphoria was thinking on the lines of kids. Yeah. So every few generations they're gonna try a thing to see if it's right, ready for it, whatever. Right, but that's what right, I'm saying. Right. Right. You have another full twenty to poss- po- thirty, possibly twenty or fifteen right. for it to finally break the mold. But that's what I'm saying. It's not breaking it now. Yeah. No. Well. No. No. Not now. No. Not it's now. not now. Not that's what I'm saying. Now. To porn or not to porn, whatever. Because shit, you wanted to go in, and I'm telling you, and stuff for that. I'm optimistic for the. I'm the king of pervs. 
Look here, if I'm watching a regular ass movie and it's about a librarian and the librarian is the saddest stuff for that she can't find love and if she bend over and I see thong, I'm happy as shit. Yeah, happy. I'm happy as shit. I'd be like, you know what? I'm like, damn so. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? The movie sucks. Maybe one day she might find love. I'm like, but that scene that at scene like 15 right minutes and yeah. 83, it, at, no, at 18 seconds. When she bends I'm over. Like, Y'all ain't see her lime green thong? Yeah. Just me? That, okay, that's fuck it. That's it. it. All right, man. Let's, I was going to ask you, man. Let's get into some real shit real quick, right? Before we get to everything else. Nepotism. Do you believe in it? Since we on some online stuff or some things and stuff, whatever, pertaining to like people putting on people and everything like that, whatever, or in porn's case, they hop on to other people. Yeah. Let's talk about nepotism. You know what nepotism, nepotism is. Nepotism is a real thing, man. And I know what it is, but you know what? Briefly explain to the listeners out there, just in case they don't know before we jump in. So nepotism is a so fancy word for you're putting on your relatives or your children onto an opportunity where it could have been better for, I want to see somebody else. So right. if you're a CEO of a company and everything like that, whatever, and you don't know me, and I'm qualified to be president of your company and everything like that, whatever, you would consider my application, but you know you already groom your son for the position, so you're just going to give the position to your son. Well, shit, you don't even have to groom your son for the position and still want to give the the, the the position to your son. Facts. You can just, that's what I'm saying. You just put them on. So that's nepotism. Yeah. yeah it, it's funny when you say that because that shit happened happens a every, lot. Happened I'm, a lot in government. And then they had to, they had to, they had to put laws in place, place. to stop that from exactly. happening. Exactly. But, so, okay. So you do believe in nepotism. Yeah. So you're for it. Well, in certain, in certain circumstances. So what about the, the, the hypothetical president? Position. Nah, well, for for uh for something of that magnitude and importance, yeah, I believe the best person for that job should get that job. Mm. Now, whether or not they're related to you, mm-hmm. that that's 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 a different thing altogether. Okay, but the best person for that position mm-hmm. should should get that position, right? If you own your own company. Mm-hmm. And let's say you got a son or a daughter that you believe that you can groom for that position. Mm-hmm. Then you know what? You start grooming them. You 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 show them the ropes. You bring them that you bring them in. You you give them that position, and then you you guide them to where they need to get to, mm-hmm. right? But at some point, if you see that they ain't picking it up, you better put somebody in place who can, because you might end up losing that business. I agree. No, I I agree. I agree to that. Whatever. But the first shot, I believe, should go you should go to your children because that's who you 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 intend to pass it down to, anyways. Hmm. See, and I agree with you on that aspect. I always look at it as where you have a person where they look at their children. I feel like now I'm getting racist. Or I'm getting into like a race type of differential. When it comes to like, let me say this. For Caucasians, I feel like the things that they do for the child's life, it kind of pre-sets them up for those positionings. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I'll speak for the black side, what I've witnessed and stuff, whatever, we'll just give them something and stuff for their, at that appointed time if it comes to like on a nepotism type of level. So say for example, if you're grooming 
your future CEO and stuff from your child. You might have them iterate with kids the type of way, you know, and like some people might look at their kid like you made an executive decision at age six, you know, some type of things that kind of align them. Right. When then I want to say other situations, they're like, look, you're getting older. What are you going on with you? What's going on with you in your life and everything? You're going to go to school. You're going to do this. I want to take your position and stuff at your company. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. Come over. You're not groomed for it. No. The work, the work hasn't like, you know, you haven't. What's the garden to them? Am I thinking hoe? Like when you kind of, you know, separate like the, the rows? That's a hoe, right? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think I, so. I kind of like that word anyway. Yeah. You, so you, like, you go ahead and use it. Yeah, you know, so you just use that little tool and stuff, whatever. Use the hoe? Yeah, use the hoe right. to kind of separate your way and pave your way and stuff, whatever, for earning some things, whatever. I told, I told this other person the other day in a conversation and stuff, whatever, people want to be king without earning their kingdom. Hmm. And a lot of times and stuff for that, that's what tends to happen. Oh yeah, 100%. So I'm not a fan of stuff of nepotism and stuff for that, to that level, but I'm all for what providing the means for my child. Yes. Now, if I'm in that flip-flop, your situation that I gave and everything like that, whatever, I'd rather hire you to know for a fact that like you can run this thing to the best of my abilities. Right. And if I'm scared of stuff, whatever, I just cash my kid out. Or, yeah, I, or, yeah. or, or, or I, I buy my kid a company yeah. that he or she can run on their own. On their own. And let them live that up, whatever. So if my whole thing and stuff is about like I'm making iPhones and stuff or, or cell phones and everything, and I don't feel like my kid is capable of, of being a president for a company like that, right? I'd be like, yo, what the fuck are you passionate about? I'm passionate about surfboards, that Then we going to get you a surfboard company. And we're going to see if you can you can hold that down by your damn self. Also, I also believe it's the level of it's the level of education that you provide with your kids with, Come right? Come on, you, because too, you remember the college episode we were talking about with the um, Aunt Becky from Full House? Yeah, yeah. I will. I told you, I'm down for that shit. I will pay for that shit. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, with that situation, right? Yeah. Were, were they paying for their kids to learn or were they paying for their kids to pass? Pass. Okay, so they're not really learning anything. So when they get into the real world, what are they applying? They're taking over their parents' position. <laughs> they're taking over Nepotism, the parents' baby. They're taking over the parents' position, but without that education, where's that where's that company gonna go? Toilet. So now when 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 I say you're educating your kids to a certain aspect, right? Mm-hmm. If I educate my kid enough that when I put him in that position, mm-hmm. He realizes, hey, you know what? I may not know much as the next person may know. So let me bump myself up into a different role, a higher role, maybe a board, sit on the board or something, and put somebody else in that position who does. Shit, you hope so. Hope is good. Because a lot of times, like, well, this is dog eat dog. But this, this is dog but this eat is what dog. I'm saying. And, and some it, people and stuff will look at it and stuff like, you... Think about this. You are giving yourself way more credit than I think you deserve. And I'll tell you why. You have to look at it and stuff as you're an individual and stuff right now at the age you are. And you know, like you might say, this is beyond me. Yes. Some people and stuff, whatever, especially a younger person, might not look at it like that. They might look at it and stuff as like, I got this. And then when shit hits the fan or when the ship is sinking, right. that's when they realize and stuff they're not the person for the position. But this is why I'm saying, this is what this is why I'm saying where proper education comes in. You gotta educate them enough to know that they gotta make these valuable decisions. So 
at what point do you make this this decision? Do you make the decision where the that where are the we talking about school education? Or are we talking about school of hard knocks? School because school education won't teach you no, that. I'm talking school of hard knocks combined with the school of education because at some point you gotta you're gonna you're gonna be educated to a point where you realize okay what what I've learned will carry me so far right, but it's not gonna carry me part part of the, uh, past the threshold. But what I see my pops do was the shit that he didn't know, he hired people that did know. Facts. And put them in a position to make him more successful. Right. And I I agreed. That's what I'm saying. I agreed to that. And that's what I'm saying. You're selling yourself short on credit. You have to look at the stuff, whatever. You're an anomaly. One out of 10 won't think like that. One Mm. out of 10, like the nine would look at the stuff as like, Somebody came in here and stuff for another person and said like, yo, here's a million dollars. Go start a business and stuff and hopefully it's successful and stuff for one year and everything like that, whatever. Some people don't know shit about business. Right. Don't know shit how to run a business and stuff like that. But they said, right. fuck it. They're going to do whatever. Yeah. And if that business flopped, they're like, you know what? Hopefully they didn't spend too much. They'll try something with another business. Instead of saying, this business is going down. Let me hire somebody who might capably run might this capable, shit so I don't have to keep tapping into the money. Right, right. I, okay, I see you. I see what and you're saying. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the percentage of people, like, the one out of ten and stuff will be the ones that say it. You know, like, I would, I would know for a fact that, like, know your limit, play within it. I love that fucking slogan. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, if I'm looking at stuff, is that, yo, I can't do this shit. Or I'm not seeing something I, I can't see and stuff, whatever. My ego is not my amigo. Of course, 100%. So I'm going to ask somebody, because I'm going to ask, like, the person, the proper person stuff in that position to kind of run it down. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Some other people and stuff, they won't. They'll just say, you know what? Eh, fuck it. And that's what I'm saying. When it comes to that kid getting that position and stuff, they'll be like, you know what? Done deal. Call it a day. Okay. All right, man. We're moving on to the question of the week. Question of the week is, what are you overly competitive about? Hmm. I want to say at some points making beats. I want to I want to be the best beat maker possible. I ain't mad at that. You got to be the best. We said that earlier. Yeah. I I I I think that would probably be something that I'm most competitive with. And with saying that, I approach it that way mm-hmm. with the understanding that I may not be the best beat maker, whatever, but I'm going to still approach it that way. Um, well, you can always work to be the best You regardless. can always work to be that. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I don't think uh, you know, I'm ultra competitive with anything else. Not, I mean, not to my knowledge. I mean, we 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 are trying to make this the best damn podcast that ever lived. But I mean, that's besides the point. But that's just work ethic. Yeah. That's work ethic. Nah, I'm overly competitive about superficial shit, shit that don't mean things and stuff, whatever. Because I know for a fact that I don't mind rocking the little that title for that thing. Because I know I don't need to feel like somebody needs to tell me I'm the best of doing what I'm doing. Because I'm always going to give my best. But the the things like, you know, like I'm overly competitive about like video games, shit that don't mean shit, whatever, okay. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, Uno. We playing Uno card games and stuff, whatever. Come see me, man. Come the, see me. You're the Uno of Unos? I, I mean, yo. 
You numero uno? Yo, got one leg, one arm up and stuff, whatever. They call me uno in this bitch. Mm. You know, okay. I'll be competitive and stuff like that. Card card games and stuff like Nothing serious and stuff. Just superficial stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That I know it can just make the noise and we can still have a good damn time. Of course. So that's just me. But I know the other people that are competitive about everything else. Like, even worse than with you. Somebody, somebody said and stuff, whatever. Their goal and stuff, whatever, is to be the best man on the planet. Some say, what do you mean? You mean like the greatest man? They say to be the best. Best. The best. Man. The best there is. The, the best planet. there was. The best there ever will be. I'm like, Brett the Hitman Heart will come for you, my man. The best I can get. Right. So I was even, this one dude was calling him Gillette. He's like, yo, he wanted to be the best son, the best father, the best boyfriend. And I was like, fuck it. I can't tell you how to live. Nah, I can't tell you how to live either. Carpet the hell out of the damn DM. I'm like, just know for a fact that if you run into another person, they might feel like they the best at them, them doing them. So kudos to you and your clash that might pop off. <laughs> it's not about to say, those are the one of the things that you can't truly ever, ever Know that you're the best at because there's gonna be some people that you, you gonna get, know. You're not gonna you're not gonna be happy. You're gonna get lost in some damn competition. Yeah, shit. you're gonna fall. You're gonna fall down in the rabbit hole. Facts. You're gonna see. Oh, somebody over in Nepal claims to be the best. Now you're gonna travel to Nepal to go see what they're doing that's better than you. Then you're gonna try and outdo that person see? from Nepal. Exactly. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, I'm not about that life. I got shit to do. Um. For Ask the Sons, we're on the Ask the Sons portion. All right, this one comes from the homie Fire. What up, Fire? She said, what would you do if you were invisible for 24 hours? Oh, shit, what would I not do if I was invisible for 24 hours? Man. That that might be a whole other show into itself right now. Man. I don't believe we got you. That's the Ask the the Sons on the Streets right there. That's the Sons on the Streets right there. And that's a whole other episode because, listen, the amount of banks I'd be up into... The amount of stories I'd be up into. Yeah. I, I, the amount of conversations I'd be eavesdropping in. Man, there's a lot I just, of... I just want to know which kind of invisible we talking about. We talking about invisible like with clothes or you really have to go nude? Because like, you know, when you watch the movies and everything like that, whatever. Yeah. You got to take off all your clothes. To be invisible? Yeah, and just yeah. kind of walk around because hopefully I'm, I'm invisible in the summertime. Right. And not in the wintertime. I mean, yeah. people ain't going to see the shrinkage, but people going to know I'm there if I got a jacket on because I got to stay warm. Yeah, this is true. So I mean, what if you're invisible, but anything your, your skin touch automatically becomes cloaked? Like it goes invisible. Goes invisible. So what if you're running and stuff? You accidentally touch a damn building. The whole building's gonna vanish. The building might vanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's a bit dodgy, mate. It's a bit bloody dodgy. You know, people are walking into buildings and shit. You goddamn! <laughs> I know. I'll be one of those dumbasses. People walk into glass doors and they act like they don't see the glass. This is true. This is true. Still Craig with another one says, is it acceptable to drink at 8 a.m. if I work nights? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes as well. Because if people are working nine to five and, they, and five is a happy hour for them and stuff for them, for them to drink, yeah. why the fuck not? You ain't working for another few hours and everything. Well, I was about to say, as, yeah. long, as long as you, you ain't, ain't got pla- n- nothing planned for the next few hours and you could be drunk as fuck and sober up before you got to go to work or before you got to do any sort of activity that needs you to be sober. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Cheers to you, man. Cookie Koo. I like this question. 
why is it why is introversion seen as a negative thing and extroversion is seen positive? Mm. I think still waters run deep, my opinion. Still right. still waters run deep. So if you don't know what the person is saying or what they, they have in store, that's why it seems kind of negative from one side and stuff, whatever. So if a yeah. person tell you like today I'm gonna pull a rabbit out of my hat, you know what the fuck to expect. Right. An extrovert will tell you or showcase some things and stuff along the lines of what you're 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 able to see. That's my opinion. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm looking at it as as it's also from the perspective, right? Because an introvert you're considered not to be social. While yeah. an extrovert you're considered to be social as hell. Right? right. But as I'm saying, they don't know what you're saying. They they as yeah. an introvert. So as they don't an know. Introvert, they don't they don't know. But you know, you know, people like sociable people. People don't like people who stick to themselves. I guess I, I would, I, you know, I would like a woman and stuff for that kind of sticks to herself or just sticks to me. Yeah. If you know, you can't build a kingdom with somebody who wants to seek attention in the town and some, certain type of social butterflies and stuff, whatever they just seek that, that attention. An introvert might just want to seek, you know, just your one-on-one time and that be that. But I mean, you you go to all right, you go to a house party, right? All right. Everybody chilling, laughing it up and stuff like that. And then this one girl in the corner, she just all by herself. She looking like she ain't even having a good time. You listen, Akara. You're right. You're like, what? I'll be over here. What up with Debbie Downer? You know what I mean? Let's see Akara. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that that's it. Looks like almost a negative. People can. People will perceive stay it as home. negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I, stay your ass I, home. I just said stay your ass home. Right, like, yeah. Right. Like when I, when I was listening to the song and I'm digesting the lyrics and stuff, whatever, I'm like, if you don't want to be here, just Uber it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be out. Yeah, I'm you out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm out. out. I'm going to the washroom. I'll be back. And just Uber it out. Yeah. And just text, send a text like, yo, I'm home. Fuck y'all. Good night. Yeah, good night. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. That's just my POV on it, man. That's it. That's a good question, though. Yeah, I we like should, it. We should probably make that one the Sons on the Street as well. Nah, people be too complex to that. Whatever. That's a, that's yeah, a, that's, like a, that's that might be too long. That's a fortune be, cookie. That's a fortune cookie thought right I'll here. Be editing out my ass, trying to shorten that down to a minute to thorn. What? Because people be like, <laughs> why is that scene there? Hmm. 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 I like, although I like the the hmm, you know, the expressions is funny. Yeah, no, it'd be good. It'd be good shit. Ah. Uh, that's it. No, we got a soul state of sons, man. Throw that in there, man. Throw that in there. Um, Associate of Sons this week will be stop expecting you from other people. Yeah, man. Stop doing that, man. Like, yeah. Like, you are you and you can't expect people to think like you or act like you and everything and that doesn't make them less weird or less off balance and stuff, whatever. It's just that you are not them. You are you. What you eat don't make them shit. No. Period. And think about it. There might be some shit that people may do that you may not do. Exactly. So it goes both ways. So say the sons, man. So say the sons. That's it, man. That's it. Any church announcements to wrap up and close the door? We are two weeks away from the battle of the beat makers. Go and check the socials. All the information is up loud and popping. And that's about it, man. I think we might have... Some other events coming up in September that we're uh, uh, we're going to be a part of. Actually, there's um there's something happening in Jane and Finch on the twenty 
fifth that I just got wind of. Oh, I mean, the tenth annual. The tenth annual. annual um, community Unity Day. Community Unity Day, and I think I think that might be worthwhile for the Suns to check out because we like supporting positive initiatives like this. And this is, uh, you know, I I didn't even realize it's ten years that it's been running. So this might be a thing. You know, we just pop in and it it. It'll be a mixture of uh, a, a sons on the streets, but also uh, bringing some positive positivity within the community. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think I like that. Twenty fifth. Right. Well, well, we'll get some more information on. It. I'll get some more information on that as well. All right, man. Again, once again, thank you guys for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between stupidity and genius. That genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Be safe out there. Peace. Peace. The particle signs with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.